This is The True World with Matthew Deagle. I'm your host, Matthew Deagle. I'm here to discuss things like world events in terms of their historical and present collective context, how things are related to each other by things like symbols and dates and names, as well as how things are related by past historical facts that have been concealed. I'm here to discuss and reveal all this truth which has been hidden from you. Uh, and which people can observe for themselves if they just read the news and keep an eye on things in terms of how creation, which we call God, the, the universal consciousness communicates to us her thoughts or her uh, perception of things from an objective perspective. If that makes sense, it's, it's uh, an objective view of the world from the eye of creation or the universal consciousness. And from this perspective, I'm able to see the way things really are in the world, which for many years now, about 2,000 years, has been concealed from the masses by various false teachings and uh, cults and sects and religious governments and governments in general, as well as just by subconscious and psychological avoidance, which is the real problem here. I want to discuss today what I discussed a little bit last week, uh, which is that these JFK files, before the files were released, I said I thought it would have to do with the mafia. And it turns out they released some documents related to this exact case, which again reiterated that fact that I mentioned last week that the Mafia was hired by the CIA in a plot to assassinate Fidel Castro, uh, which I think points to this being a Mafia operation, that the Mafia assassinated JFK on an order of some rogue element in the CIA. Now, the question is, who in the CIA would want to assassinate the president? Well, obviously, some kind of traitor for some foreign government. But the question is, which government would want to assassinate JFK? at that time and i think i know the answer is quite simple when you look at the connections last week i discussed how certain states on this planet are based on a criminal culture and an ancient criminal network called the habiru uh such as for example the pashtuns in afghanistan as well as the uh sicilian mafia which are based on the carthaginian carthaginian uh, habiru uh, and uh, among others, uh, Israel, the state of Israel, the Jewish people, as we call them, are partly descended from the Habiru who invaded ancient Israel in about 1300 BC, according to the Amarna letters that were given by the, uh, which included records from the, uh, I guess you could call him Viceroy of Jerusalem, Abdi Hebat, and he said that these Habiru invaded the region around Shechem, which became the capital of the northern kingdom of Israel, according to the Bible. Uh, so there's a significant component of this criminal culture in the Jews, uh, which I think accounts for a lot of this criminal behavior. In fact, uh, Jewish texts themselves have a name for these people. They call them the Erev Rav, or the great mass or mixed mass um, <clears throat> of people. But I think they don't understand what it means because it is a much larger percentage of them than they think. Uh, it is actually the dominant power in Israel, in my opinion, through, the, through things like the Israeli mafia, uh, the Russian mafia, the Jewish mob, 
etc., connected with other mobs around the world in the international crime syndicate, uh, including such things as the Italian Mafia, the Sicilian Mafia, and even the Pashtun Mafia over in Afghanistan, who are growing, growing opium for the Russian Mafia, which are Jewish. Uh, now, the reason why this connects to organized crime is because you think, what state would have such links to organized crime to begin with? Yes, the CIA was thinking of using the, CIA, the uh, Italian Mafia to assassinate Castro. Um, and as I stated last week, it's highly unlikely anyone other than, uh, for instance, communists, because Castro, it's highly unlikely that Castro himself would have used the mafia to assassinate JFK because the mafia was not on friendly terms with Castro on account of Castro deporting the mafia and shutting down their casinos. So the mafia was on friendlier terms with the U.S., but was on even friendlier terms uh, than the U.S., with the state of Israel, which is, I think, the culprit here. Uh, I think that it's the logical conclusion that the most likely state to have used the mafia to assassinate JFK on November 22nd, 1963, as I believe when it happened, um, would have to be the state of Israel with its close connection to the Jewish mob to which uh, Jack Rubenstein belonged. <clears throat> And with, therefore, with its connection to the uh, Italian mafia through people like um, Carlos Marcello, uh, that because these are part of and were regarded by the FBI as part of the inter of the National Crime Syndicate, uh, which I also think extends internationally, consisting of things like the Jewish mob and the Italian mafia, uh, which are closely connected even to this day. Uh, people think that these things are gone; that this is like the days of Al Capone. No, the mafia is still highly active now. They're involved in all sorts of shady activities all around the world. And the Jewish mafia sure didn't go away. In fact, uh, they were joined by other Jewish mobsters from Russia in the 1970s and 80s, which we call the Russian mafia. Russian mafia is actually Jewish as well. Um, now, there are other mafias, of course, like the Serbian mafia, etc. There are mafias all over the place, but the thing is that certain mafias are a lot bigger than others, especially relative to the population. That's the key here is that the Jewish mob is very large compared to the overall Jewish population in percentage, which is why they exert so much influence over the Israelis. Uh, so much so that they, for instance, are involved in these land grabs of the so-called settlers in the West Bank. Uh, it's actually the mafia that's doing this among many other criminal activities in Israel. So, uh, con considering that, considering the close link between the Israelis and the Mafia, think about this. <clears throat> in October 1961, the CIA issued a national intelligence estimate on Israel, the first ever since the, the, first since the discovery of the Demona reactor less than a year earlier. So they discovered, the CIA was spying on Israel and discovered they had a reactor that they were trying to use to develop nuclear weapons. Uh, they said it was to produce sufficient weapons, great plutonium for one to two crude weapons by the year 1965 to 66. Uh, then it turns out that uh, John F. Kennedy was uh, had a meeting with David Ben-Gurion about this, in which Ben-Gurion lied to him. And so he became a bit suspicious about what was going on here. He became uh, increasingly worried that Israel, if it had nuclear weapons, would destabilize the entire Middle East and uh, produce an incentive for other Middle Eastern countries to develop nukes. 
which has actually now happened. Pakistan later on developed nuclear weapons with the assistance of China. So and this is actually a very big issue now, uh, potentially starting a large war in the region. There's the potential of places like Delhi being nuked by Pakistan if Pakistan and China allied against them in a war. All sorts of terrible consequences of this foolishness that the Israelis did developing nuclear weapons, supposedly to defend themselves. Um, and uh, <clears throat> what this shows me is it gives me a motive. I mean, listen to uh, the way that it speaks in this article about JFK, that uh, this is an article about the crisis between the U.S. and Israel under Obama, but it compares it to the case of JFK. And... Uh, because he demanded, this is their quote, when JFK demanded that David Ben-Gurion end Israel's nuclear deterrent program deemed necessary to ensure Jewish survival in a very hostile world. So JFK demanded that David Ben-Gurion shut down the Israeli nuclear program. Uh, and guess when he did that was actually, uh, he started on, I think, the 18th of May or something, 1963. So JFK actually demanded that the Israelis shut down their nuclear weapon. Yeah, 18th of May, 1963. Personal letter warned that unless American inspectors were allowed into Dimona, Israel would itself find itself totally isolated. He was going to cut aid to Israel and help to Israel from the U.S., basically banish Israel for having nuclear weapons. Uh, this was May 18th, 1963, so it was only about six months before he was shot in the head. Uh, and then the Jewish mob have connections to the Italian mafia that apparently carried out the hit. So put two and two together, Jack Rubenstein, Jack Ruby, the guy who shot Oswald, the assassin, uh, or at least the patsy, whatever they say he is, the guy who shot Oswald kept him from speaking and sacrificed his own life for it, basically because he went to jail, was Jack Rubenstein, a not just an Israeli, but <clears throat> he was a member of the Jewish mob. He was connected to Carlos Marcello and the Italian mafia that carried out the hit. And he was also known to be a fanatical Zionist. So the guy was a fanatical Zionist, pro-Israel, and the guy was a member of the mafia, and he shot Oswald the assassin of JFK. So think about what that means, okay? To me, it's pretty clear uh, what's going on here is that they are trying to, they're worried about the impact this information will have on our relationship with Israel. The fact that Israel actually, uh, or a criminal element in Israel, whatever, fanatics, Zionist fanatics, assassinated Kennedy uh, in order to keep the nuclear weapons program going in Israel. Uh, without having to shut it down to receive help from America. Um, Kennedy had warned uh, in his next letter to Ben-Gurion successor Levi Eshkol that American commitment uh, and support of Israel could be seriously jeopardized if they did not cooperate. Uh, eventually, of course, uh, what was it? Uh, Richard Nixon and Henry Kissinger attempted to get them to shut down their nuclear weapons. Um, and when Golda Meir refused, the U.S. and Israel agreed to a don't ask, don't tell policy compromise on these nukes. 
So Israel never backed down about having nuclear weapons. Uh, and they have something like 130 of them, I think 135 nuclear warheads, according to my intelligence. Uh, very unnecessary and ultimately just led to an incentive for countries, other paranoid countries in the Middle East, like Pakistan, to develop their own nukes. And according to my intelligence, Pakistan doesn't just have like 130 nukes, they have 800 nuclear warheads now. So that's not good, all right? And they're also in allegiance with China, which has more. Uh, this is the potential for a world war here uh, because, uh, fundamentally, because of the behavior of Israel. And they also, in order to continue this foolish behavior, killed the president of the U.S., uh, or at least the fanatics inside Israel. So you have to understand how dangerous and criminal this element of Israel is, that it would do something like this. Um, I think that's a message from creation right now about something we need to pay attention to is how disruptive Israel is to world peace with their selfish attitude toward everything, where everything's all about them and their survival, supposedly. And it isn't even rational. It's just belligerent. Uh, I think it's not just the same with Israel. It's not about, you know, just singling them out. They always think they're being singled out, but it's because of their behavior is so, so, so uh, out of control. It's the same thing with the Pashtuns in Afghanistan. They are also out of control. We shouldn't be giving Pakistan aid uh, because of Afghanistan and the Taliban and so forth. Um, Pakistan overall is, a, is okay, but I'm saying that the people in control in Pakistan are a mafia. Same thing with Israel. Like, it doesn't matter what else is going on in Israel. We talk about democracy or whatever, human rights, uh, what, even if that's a valid thing to talk about with Israel, I mean, considering their treatment of the Palestinians. But the, uh, I mean, overall, Israel appears to be a more democratic country than, say, the other countries in the region, uh, except for maybe Lebanon. The problem is that Israel is run by the mafia underground and by Zionist fanatics, people who push the government to do illegal things. Like these settlements in the West Bank, the Israeli government just gave up telling them to stop. They used to bulldoze the houses and stuff. They can't stop them because it's the mafia cooperating with these religious fanatics, with people who just go out there and build illegal houses. And then they, when they destroy them, then they come back and build them again. So that that's a really dangerous thing going on there. It's, it's similar. In my opinion, I think Israel looks to us like a more democratic country and like a more stable country or something. But I think that it's on the same level, in my opinion, as like Afghanistan and Pakistan. It's being run by a military mafia and by it's kind of a, a tug of war between unscrupulous criminals in power and fanatics in power, just like Afghanistan. So you take out one group, the other group gets in power. If you took out the criminals alone, then the fanatics would take over. And if you took out the fanatics alone, the criminals would take over. That's how Israel is. And we created that mess with our delusion that for some reason there should be a Jewish state in Palestine, which also is extremely questionable. If you want me to talk about the history of that, I can. It's all very, uh, it's all fraudulent and false. And no, it's it's not a matter of these silly conspiracy theories and anti-Semitic accusations like the Jews are all Khazars or something. It's because <clears throat> in ancient times, there was no country of Israel. It just never existed. There was never a country of Israel. The kingdom of Israel, so-called, that's talked about in the Bible. It's a mistranslation. King David and all the other kings of Israel and all the other leaders in that region 
were just like viceroys and mayors of the Egyptian pharaoh for all of their history. Uh, later on, other empires like the Assyrians and Persians and Babylonians took over, but uh, that area was historically for like 4,000 years part of Egypt and not part of any other separate country. So there's no such thing as a country of Israel ever, just never existed. King, that's something that for some reason they left out or erased, I don't know. But Israel was always just one of the many different vassals of Egypt and Canaan and never anything else. On top of that, a significant portion of the ancestry of the Israelis is from these Habiru who invaded the region, <clears throat> which are known as, in Egyptian history, the Hyksos and Habiru and Apiru. Habiru is H-A-B-I-R-U. They were like these criminal uh, raiders and marauders. They were brigands that went around and they were like, uh, you know, terrorists, basically, uh, mixed with uh, mafia type of thing. And they took over the city of Shechem in northern, uh, in, I guess, in central Canaan, which is considered to be the northern kingdom of Israel. Because formerly it was supposedly under the control of King David of Jerusalem, right? But the thing is that that region, uh, what happened is that uh, they call themselves Jews now, right? But the thing is that those people in northern in the northern kingdom, these troublemakers who were Habiru, uh, when they, they were all exiled to uh, Babylon, what happened is that they all got mixed together into one group and then all brought back by Cyrus the Great of Persia to the new Jerusalem. So when the second temple was built, there was all just one mixed population, including these Habiru. As a result, this the culture of the Habiru seeped into and pervaded the Jews ever since. Uh, it's this criminal culture of mafia type activity and uh, uh, scheming and instig... It's, it's, it's the reason why there's so many anti-Semitic accusations about Jews is because of the behavior of this people, this mixed mass the Habiru or heir of Rav that's in the Jews and is a very large part of their ancestry. You look at the ancestry. Okay. <clears throat> so Jews claim that they're all descended from Abraham uh, patrilineally, but this is not a fact. It's actually been disproven by genetic science that their Y chromosome haplogroups are quite various. There's several different Y chromosome haplogroups and you can look this up yourself if you want to just go to upedia.com. Uh, Y-DNA haplogroups, and then search down Ashkenazi Jews. You can find out what the Ashkenazi and Sephardi Jews are. Now, this also disproves the the, uh, the very low-evidenced idea that they're Khazars. Not Khazars. What they actually are, you look at their genetic haplogroups, is uh, there's, there's haplogroup R1A and Q, as well as G, in a specific form, which is found only among them, and a couple other peoples, among whom are the Pashtuns of Afghanistan. So in other words, the Habiru partly consisted of Pashtuns from Afghanistan <coughs> that invaded uh, Mesopotamia, the Levant, and Turkey in ancient times as these marauding pirates. And mixed with other pirates or marauders from North Africa with haplogroup E. Overall, you look at their ancestry, it's not that different from somebody else in the Levant. It's pretty similar to somebody from like Palestine, uh, with the differences a little bit less haplogroup J1, which means Arab, and more of this Habiru relative to the average person there. But that's found in all of them. Turkey, uh, Syria, Lebanon, 
because all of them were invaded and taken over by these Habiru during what's called the Late Bronze Age Collapse, when these Habiru went around uh, all over the Middle East and destroyed city after city. <clears throat> they didn't leave very many cities behind. Like they destroyed Byblos, for example, but for some reason they, they spared Tyre. Most of Egypt was spared, but all these cities and all these populations in Turkey and the Levant have some Habiru ancestry. And that is, for some reason, marked, especially uh, to a degree in the Jews. There's, there's, there's quite a lot of Habiru ancestry there. You look at the, the different uh, haplogroups, and I would say from judging the ancestry of the population, Abraham, whom they claim to all be descended from, uh, that Abraham's their father, had haplogroup R1b, which is found uh, at about not 10 to 20 percent among Jews. It's not all of their ancestry. Uh, for some reason, the priests are descended from J1, which is actually the Arab haplogroup. So that means that for some reason, uh, Kohanim, or the priests of ancient Israel, were Arabs, which is also curious. I mean, that's to me, it's like almost evidence for Muhammad. Uh, but uh, there's lots of stuff like this that we can look at scientifically and not just believe what all whatever lies we've been told by these religions or and their interpretations of things, or just by these cults and sects like whatever Zionism and the Jews are, Israel, uh, a sect with delusional ideas that, that aren't based on history, which actually Israelis themselves have been finding out is just not true by studying archaeology, like finding out that there was no kingdom of Israel it was just like a, 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 little, a little town under Egyptian control the entire time. That's what it all was. It was just Egypt. Um, and in fact, that's something that really applies to the present day, is the realization that the actual religion, for example, of Moses. Moses was an Egyptian, the brother of King Akhenaten, Pharaoh Akhenaten. Uh, named Tutmosa, which means, which is where Moses comes from. It's an abbreviation meaning the son of Thoth. Uh, he taught the religion of monotheism, which is called Atonism, which worships only the god Ra, the sun god. Uh, and that's what God is symbolized as Ra. Um, <clears throat> well, for some reason or other, other Egyptian sects got mixed in there and became influential on modern religions. Like Christianity, for some reason, is heavily influenced by Amunism, the worship of Amun, the Ram God. Uh, you can just look back at it. It's, it. It resembles it uncannily. Same thing with Judaism is heavily in, influenced by the religion of the Habiru in ancient Egypt, as they called them, Hyksos, which is the religion of the god Set, the god of chaos, war, criminality, and destruction. Uh, that corresponds to the behavior as well of the present-day Jews, that there's a lot of criminals among them relative to the population size. Um, and that is the God set. Uh, and then it, it even extends to Islam, because Islam is fundamentally, apparently, whatever uh, Muhammad was teaching was pretty much raw, uh, or the worship of the one true God or the one sun God that embodies everything. Uh, but the religion of the present-day Muslims. All right, so there's this idea in ancient Egypt that the god Ra has a good eye and an evil eye, and the good eye is Ra himself, and the evil eye is identified with goddesses like Isis and uh, Sekhmet and things like that. 
the evil eye is also identified with the scorpion goddess Serket, which is a you know, wife of Horus and is a uh, deity of poison and things like that. Uh, what's going on in Islam is that Islam is the worship of Ra, more or less. Uh, in other words, just the God or universal consciousness, the, the same thing as Atonism. But uh, when things are in what's called Isfet, which means the evil kingdom or the kingdom of unrighteousness, when things are in chaos and not order or fairness, which is called Mat, then the evil eye opens and starts destroying things and re reorganizing and rearranging. And uh, that's what's going on, I think, with these crazy Islamic sects appearing is that they are following the evil eye. Uh, it isn't necessarily like the devil or whatever. There's no such thing as the devil. It's just the like wrath of God, basically, uh, which makes people which which takes advantage of whatever evil is there and uses it to turn it against itself and destroy things that are overall dangerous to life. Which, unfortunately, because of all this, what's been going on in the past two thousand years or so, is just really out of control. Like all this criminality I was talking about these criminal deals behind the scenes and these false teachings and our culture is just out of control now. Materialism, destruction of the environment, all this stuff opens up the evil eye. <clears throat> now let me explain to you why I'm talking so much about ancient Egypt because considering that all the prophets of ancient Israel, as it's called, actually lived in Egypt, all of them did, uh, you can't discount the influence of Egyptian mythology and symbolism and religion and spirituality on the religions that are currently dominating the world, like Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, uh, as well as other ones like Druze and so forth. All these religions based on the ancient Israelites, as they're called, are actually Egyptian religions. And the, <clears throat> the concepts they talk about are the same things that they used to respect in ancient Egypt or, or the heathen gods of ancient Egypt that Akhenaten tried to get rid of that represent some corruption of the truth. Uh, Akhenaten's idea is that Ra, the one true god, or, the, or god as we call him now, uh, is the one like son of the universe or the, the, the king of the universe or the universal consciousness, tried to make it clear that all the other things like gods, whatever, whether they're positive or negative, or just manifestations of this one God, which is also, I think, what Muhammad was teaching, is that there's one God, and everything is just a manifestation or controlled by the one God. Uh, however, that uh, universal reality also contains the, the possibility of what we call like judgment. You know, people I hear nowadays talking silliness about now, this sort of stuff is just Old Testament theology or whatever, but it's not, all right? This happens. And right now, you think about it, we're like a global Sodom and Gomorrah right now uh, in, in many respects. And what that means is that we don't respect true love anymore. We don't respect nature anymore. And we just let things get out of control for our own selfish desires, which uh, is just the same situation as there was before the late Bronze Age collapse. Uh, make of make of that what you will, but uh, it is certainly something to consider that these events going on in the world right now, all these terrible events we consider to be chaotic and arbitrary, 
are not really at all, but are just the consequences of our own actions by disobeying the laws of nature or the laws of God, uh, as I think is still the same reality. I don't think that the truth ever changes. And I think that we're still subject to the exact same laws as we were back in ancient Egypt, uh, and that we just have chosen to disobey them and to live in uh, what in German is called Saus und Braus, or Isfet, chaos, uh, just living a life of false luxury and taking advantage of nature, uh, raping the earth, and destroying our personalities in order to conform to lies. All of this, uh, really, the main thing here is the reason why, uh, say, the Bible talks about Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed is because it symbolizes a culture where there's no love anymore. It's not true love. Everybody's just a whore. Everybody's disloyal and only out for themselves. That's what that's all about. And that's how we are now, a very large part of us. So it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that this stuff is going on right now. Just people have all these false religions and false teachings that show them things from a wrong perspective about why this is happening. And they have a selfish view of the world where they think that God is some kind of genie that just grants their wishes for them, when really the creation is the universal, absolute reality that we all inhabit and controls everything. But we decide what occurs. We decide, we decide uh, <clears throat> what to create, and then she just controls it. Uh, by because everything has to she determines what things mean and what things are and what things do but we're the ones who are creating good or evil we create good out of good thoughts and we create evil out of evil thoughts um, and we decide ourselves what kind of world we're gonna have so what you see going on in the world right now this kind of gradual process of activating a kind of fire to destroy the world which is what we see things like Isis and uh, all this mass immigration and uh, potential for world war, that is all the evil eye opening because we opened it. We decided to shut the good eye. Uh, now, I talked about before <clears throat> that I do discuss the connection of these things to symbolic events. And the eye in ancient Egypt is the moon. The evil eye is the moon. And the good eye is the sun. So you look at uh, what does that mean? If the good eye shuts, that means the moon eclipses the sun. And what happened on the 21st of August 2017 across the entire United States is that the sun was eclipsed by the moon, which is symbolically creation shutting her eye to the U.S. for some reason. And I think the reason why this is timed this way with all these other events is because the U.S. has been engaging in all this criminal activity around the world in an attempt at world domination and spreading false teachings. Things like uh, in Europe, trying to get rid of all the borders and turn it into a big United States of Europe. Teaching things like diversity and multiculturalism rather than preserving traditional cultures. And of course, you know, going back to the very beginning, like exterminating Native Americans and so forth. But the main thing is this: these false teachings of a kind of cult that's been in control in the U.S. for a long time called the American Society or the Americans. Um, very bland-sounding name or, or generic, but it's this, the group that's behind most of the stuff that you think is like the Illuminati or whatever. It's just this cult, uh, this academic cult, I guess you could say, that was behind, say, the roundtable groups like Cecil Rhodes and 
Milner, uh, behind Bilderberg, all that stuff is the American society. Uh, and they have an agenda to uh, turn the whole world into the United States, to turn it into like this melting pot with no culture and just a bunch of people living for money. That's basically what they want, which is uh, what they're trying to do to Europe. The problem is what that does, because it's all lies and all false. Disrespects what creation made, because creation, or raw creation, uh, made all the peoples of the earth to live in their own countries and to live and express their their own nature and have their own traditions. But now they're trying to get rid of that. The result is that she responds by opening her evil eye and destroying things that she sees not fit. Uh, that's exactly what's going on right now. So all this stuff is timed. Yes, of course, somebody could have predicted the eclipse 150 or 300 years ago. But the thing is that things are timed according to a calendar of events. Uh, look at Lauren Coleman's copycat effect. Um, copycateffect.blogspot.com. You'll find he talks about these coincidences all the time, these sociological coincidences where things happen according to some kind of collective intelligence that controls events. <clears throat> and that is God, creation, managing our chaos. It's her uh, taking control all the time of whatever we happen to create, whether it's good or bad. And if it's bad, that means the evil eye uh, or the eye of Ra. Uh, if you want to read up on this, look up the eye of Ra, which goes around and destroys things when people are in Isfet. Now, if I didn't clarify that enough, Mot means the state of goodness and righteousness where you follow the laws of creation, you follow the laws of life and nature, and you don't uh, trespass against them. Whereas Isfet is the world of unrighteousness, unfairness, and greed, and falsehood, uh, of doing things that are not according to the laws of nature, like, for example, this uh, exploitation of the Earth's resources to excess, the overpopulation of the planet, uh, for example, uh, and all this uh, destruction of traditional cultures and destruction of true values, and, but first and foremost, the most significant determining factor <clears throat> that tells you whether you are in Isfet or Mot is or the measure of the feather of your heart, right? You measure your heart against a feather is true love or not. If you have true love, if you have what Muhammad called Iman or faith in true love, if you have a feeling of trust in true love, which is your inner impulse of your true self, and you follow it, then you're in Mott. If you don't follow that, if you repress that, and if you try to live according to something else than true love, which is actually creation, your spirit, or God's will itself, then you end up in Isfet. And when you're in Isfet, that's when the evil eye opens. Now, this is all seems uh, esoteric or whatever, but it's, it's something, it's very significant to what's going on right now. Because Israel, think about this, Israel was in ancient Egypt. And Canaan, all of Canaan, Lebanon, Israel, and the present-day Egypt are all countries that formerly were just part of Egypt. And all these symbols are Egyptian symbols. Uh, the Israelis, you look at how God or creation, how creation signifies things, is by symbols. Uh, like I said last program, the word mafia has the meaning of 666, and 666 means something which sums to 18 or 17, which means negative or evil. Uh, 
the flag of Israel, you look at the flag of Israel, it's a hexagram, which adds to 18, it's 666, which means that it has the meaning of evil or negativity. Uh, so it's a kind of evil kingdom. It's an isfet or it's Apophis. Apophis is the serpent that symbolizes the evil of the world and its unfairness. Things like taking things that don't belong to you, things like cheating others and so forth. All that stuff is symbolized by that symbol. And then you have to ask yourself, well, if what what is evil and what is good? Well, the the thing is that real good is neutral. But people are currently in isfet because they're either too negative or too positive. They're not neutral, so they aren't actually surviving or protecting themselves anymore. And if you think this is some kind of amoral teaching or whatever, think, look at Europe right now. Europeans are so naive and so positive, they're accepting all these rapist refugees and everything without even a question about it. Lutheran churches are housing hundreds of them uh, to keep them from being deported. That is a positive degeneration or positive falsehood. Uh, meanwhile, the Israelis are the opposite. They're very negative, selfish, very exploitative, and they steal things from others without even a second thought about it. That's negative degeneration. So what's going on is that you have places like Europe, which is largely Christian, right? Christianity, which is excessively positive and illogical in a positive way, like Ammonism used to be in ancient Egypt. Meanwhile, Israel is negative, like Setism used to be, like the Hebrew used to be. So strangely enough, this kind of a, ancient Egypt is kind of spread out across the whole world. In particular, Europe, Christianity is Amunist and negative and excessively positive. It's uh, self-destructively positive, uh, uh, as well as the whole culture that came from it. Not just Christianity itself, which is the fundament of it, like the Vatican, but the culture that came from it. And I can explain how that happened here in a second. Because uh, you wonder, like, if this is all based on the teachings of some Israelite prophet or or Jesus, then how could that happen? Uh, but the Jews on the opposite side represent the negative, uh, the, the uh, negative mentality of, uh, you might say they represent good and evil, but the good isn't good good, okay? It's not, it's false good. False good and false evil. Uh, that's pretty much what they were in Europe for a long time, is the people of good and the people of evil. Um, because, I mean, look at this, if you think that's somehow like a mischaracterization, the stereotype of a, uh, of a Jew in ancient and middle medieval Europe, it's not just some kind of slander, had to be based on observations and experiences and was somebody who was greedy and psychopathic and selfish, somebody who's evil. Meanwhile, you think of uh, the Christian church, it's all about this uh, euphoric positivity and emotion. It's not about reality. And you can see that right now as a proven fact, if you, if you disagree with me. You look at the Lutheran churches in Germany housing these refugees, keeping them from being deported. You look at the Pope Francis right now kissing the feet of refugees. That is just what Christianity has been for centuries and centuries. It's what it is. It's like Amunism. It's positive degeneration and illogic, uh, and not the true religion. It's the same thing with Judaism, it's not true. It's negative. Uh, the true religion is logic, right? The neutral religion of the actual prophets, like uh, what was taught by Moses in, uh, in Sinai, which is the, uh, which is, you know, ancient Egypt had the same religion originally, uh, but then these cults developed out of it, and then they became the positive and negative, like Set and Amun.
and Luna's positive sets negative. Uh, but I'll explain how it happened in Christianity. Is in Christianity originally, <clears throat> the teachings of Christianity were more akin to what we call Stoicism. Stoicism is a Greek philosophy which tells you to follow the logos or logic, to follow reason and truth and not belief, but reason and truth. Uh, tells you to control your desires and not to be a hedonist and to accept the will of God, the logos, and not to try to impose your own desires on it. Whereas Christianity teaches the opposite, teaches you that you should believe and not know that you should pray for your desires instead of accepting the will of God, and that you should uh, accept, uh, that you should not control your desires, in other words, that you should just be a hedonist. Fundamentally, that's what it's teaching, is to be a hedonist. So Christianity is definitely false, but so is Judaism in the opposite way. Judaism teaches things in the Talmud, like robbing from the goyim, and cheating your enemies and committing crimes when somebody else doesn't see you doing it, going to a foreign city and committing crimes. So Judaism is a religion of negativity and Christianity is a religion of positivity and they're both bad. They're both false. Uh, so that's why I think Muhammad appeared is because he was trying to teach a religion of neutrality, which unfortunately got taken over by uh, people who converted from Judaism. And that's very significant here because remember how I said Christianity was distorted from the teachings of Jesus because he was teaching Stoicism, uh, or at least a Stoic-like philosophy. If you pay attention to what he actually meant, like keep turning the other cheek doesn't mean being a pacifist. It means to be Stoic and to accept things and not be affected by them. It's called apatheia. Uh, that's the real meaning of that. And it has nothing to do with what the Catholic Church teaches. The Catholic Church is totally false from the ground up. It is totally false. Uh, Meanwhile, over here in Arabia, what happened is that some Jews converted to Islam, or to the, the original religion of Muhammad, he didn't call it Islam, he called it Iman, uh, which means faith and true love, or faith. He just called it Al-Iman, or the faith. Uh, the, the term Islam meant submission, which is supposed to come after faith, or submitting to the will of God. Uh, the, the religion of Islam derives from these Jews that converted to his religion, Iman, and applied to it and infiltrated it with their Jewish beliefs, <clears throat> which derived from a Jewish sect called the Bar Kokhba sect, or the sect of the followers of Shimon Bar Kokhba, who led the Bar Kokhba revolt in ancient Rome, against ancient Rome in, in uh, ancient Judea. Uh, this was pretty much, uh, if you look it up uh, yourself, yeah, as I'll do right now, just to, to read it off to you. The Bar Kokhba uh, revolt was uh, occurred in 132 to 136 CE. Uh, and if you read through the full Wikipedia article, if you want to, or wherever you want to read about it, it was pretty much the ancient ISIS. It was extremely evil, terroristic, enslaved people, killed tons of Jews because they weren't fanatical enough, just like how ISIS kills mostly Muslims now. Well, that right there, Bar Kokhba Judaism, what happened is Emperor Hadrian in 135 banished these Jews, the Bar Kokhba fanatical Jews, in fact, all the Jews from uh, Judea or Palestine, what's Palestine now. <clears throat> and they ended up all over the Middle East. Uh, several of them were in Iraq, and in Iraq, that's one of the first places that the uh, Arabs conquered during the conquests and tried to convert to the religion of Muhammad, which is called Iman. What happened is that these Jews then changed the teachings, added in new 
uh, a hadith or uh, what's called, which means the sayings of Muhammad. They added in false teachings from Judaism, which promote things like slavery and vengeance and uh, abs- abstinence from pork and so forth. All that stuff comes from Judaism, plainly from Judaism. It's all Jewish teachings. Uh, now, Islam itself is not fundamentally based on Judaism, but it has Jewish influences in it, which are latent. And those Jewish influences are starting to spring up now, the, this many centuries later. Uh, is what's happening is stuff like the Taliban and ISIS and Al-Qaeda are emerging from these latent Jewish teachings, which uh, is where the same source as the Bar Kokhba revolt. Uh, and if you want to know the kind of stuff these people did, they, they uh, pretty much scalped people and uh, made clothing out of their skins and tortured people and all the same kind of sick, sadistic stuff that ISIS does now in the name of their god or their uh, religious right to conquer the world. That was Bar Kokhba. And those were Jews, right? So you don't, you don't hear about that very much, but there was a Jewish ISIS in ancient Rome that was quelled by King by Emperor Hadrian uh, and other uh, Roman leaders like Titus, for example. Um, so the... Uh, <clears throat> That's the uh, factual history right there of where this stuff came from. It's actually uh, the religion of Islam, as we call it, is a mixture between the religion of Muhammad, which was a neutral religion, uh, or the same thing as Moses and Aten and so forth, and the religion of the Jews, of the ancient Jews who were the, who were worse, I guess, even than the Jews are now. Uh, they were like ISIS, the Bar Kokhba Jews, uh, which has created what we call Islam. Uh, as a result, there's numerous different sects of Islam that vary between the two different kinds of mentality. They vary between being more neutral in, in thinking uh, or more just, uh, you know, maybe austere and stoic to being uh, just these hate-filled fanatics. And that is a minority, but it is very dangerous because it's spreading just like the Bar Kokhba revolt spread all over ancient Rome. They were killing people. There were three different Judean revolts, actually. This is the last one, and Hadrian just finally had enough of it. But uh, they were killing people all over the Mediterranean uh, in the same way ISIS is doing now, uh, way back then in 130 AD. So that is what's going on. Now, the problem, what else is interesting about this is that these, the criminal side of this is also from the exact same group of people, the ancient Habiru, because the Afghans over in... Uh, Afghanistan, the Pashtuns, as we call them, are descended from the original ancestors of the Habiru, and that's where the Taliban was. And the Jews are descended from Habiru invaders of ancient Canaan or Egypt. <clears throat> and the Sicilian Mafia are descended from Carthaginian Hebrews or Habiru. Uh, I say the term, the term Hebrew is misleading, so I'll say Habiru. Because uh, Hebrew means the language of Canaan as well, which has nothing to do with it. Uh, so, in other words, what's going on here is that <clears throat> these people, are, this ancient culture of criminality has spread all over the world and for some reason brought with it false religious teachings. Everywhere it went, brought false religious teachings. So, the Jews purport to be some kind of chosen people to bring the word of God to the world. But the actual source of all that truth was always ancient Egypt, of which they were only a part and they were actually an aberrant part uh, by the time of Emperor Hadrian because they were banished from Judea for being terrorists. 
Uh, so that tells you that they're not carrying some kind of true teaching with them, but with, but false heretical teachings that correspond to negativity, uh, which is the God set uh, when you look at it symbolically. And then they brought those teachings to Arabia and Iraq, and they spread to become things like Wahhabism in Saudi Arabia and the Taliban over in Afghanistan. This is not the teachings of Muhammad anymore. This is now a different religion mixed in with his teachings. So you can't look back and say, oh, Muhammad was this or that. A lot of people are trying to do that, but that's just propaganda from other religions that want to sucker you. Like Christianity wants to sucker you into believing in its BS still, even though it's being disproven. As we as we speak, we're, as, as I speak, as we watch right now, we can see Christianity disproving itself, showing that it is a weak philosophy of positivity and illogic that is tolerant of anything. Uh, because the Pope, the world leader of Christianity, is going around kissing the feet of refugees and inviting them into Europe and condemning Donald Trump. I mean, he says Donald Trump isn't a Christian. Well, maybe Donald Trump is something else then, but maybe it's closer to the actual Jesus than the Pope is. But, uh, I mean, I know Christians call him a pap uh, call him papists or whatever. It's your own opinion how you want to see it. But my opinion of it is that I think that Christianity has been false since the beginning because the Catholic Church is false. And they corrupted the teachings of Jesus, which were stoical teachings about being logical and being self-controlled and not about being hedonistic and being credulous like Christianity teaches you to be. <clears throat> um, now, I think Muhammad also taught the same thing as Jesus, to be stoical and to be logical and to control yourself uh, and to be fair and, and uh, to live a modest life but that these teachings were combined with the teachings of the Jews to become this kind of austere warrior cult that we see now in some of these extreme sects. But it gets worse because, like, we might say Al-Qaeda was an austere, like, psychopathic warrior cult on a mission to kill people, but things like ISIS are just way worse than that. It's just sadistic. And this connects to something else I wanted to discuss, as I talked about earlier, the phenomenon of lovelessness that we have a lot of people now that are fully in Isfet, or the evil kingdom. Uh, and that's ISIS belongs to that. They are people who are no longer feeling any true love toward anything and just feel hatred uh, and nothing more. So all their behavior is therefore in the evil eye. It is all being guided by the power of destruction and evil. Uh, which means that wherever they are, all they're going to do is destroy. That's what their mission in life is, is to kill and destroy. Uh, so you have to think about the fact that they're not stopping them and they're, uh, they're, they're doing a little bit, but uh, these people are spreading as a cancer of consciousness worldwide because of the fact that our societies don't have any true love anymore. And we believe in false love. We believe in uh, promiscuity and unfaithfulness and we believe in uh, all sorts of other things that we now consider to be normal that aren't, that are uh, sicknesses of the mind. Uh, just as our ancient ancestors did who were destroyed uh, during the uh, Bronze Age collapse. And of course this is all controversial nowadays because people don't want to accept that there's something out there or in them and pervading all reality that determines what's right and wrong, but that's just the way it is. As you're about to find out the hard way that there actually is such a thing as right and wrong and it's based on love or not. Either you have true love or you don't have it, and if you don't have it then you are in Isfet which means that you get destroyed, as has happened many times to many civilizations in the past. Uh, this is all pertinent to now. That's why I kind of I started out with the, the idea of, uh, with, the, with the topic, 
of JFK because that's what I was talking about last week, and it turned out I was right. That JFK, that the files contain information about the mafia. I'm awaiting more files, preferably redacted ones, because I think that it's about time the truth came out about what the Israelis have been doing. Now, I don't believe in condemning them as 100%, you know, oh, these vile vermin that are just ruining society. It's true that they do that. It's true that they ruin societies and they rob and pillage and they're selfish and only live for their own people and nobody else. But on the other hand, you have the opposite thing, which is just as bad. It's just, it's just positive degeneration, which is the Christians in Europe and the resulting secular culture, the secular church and the uh, enlightenment, all this stuff that we've had since the Roman Catholic Church took over. It's all based on the same mentality of just doing whatever you want, hedonism, belief, arbitrariness and selfishness and gullibility, naivety, all of that stuff follows from Christianity, which is the, the same, it's just the other side of the same coin. Judaism is, is negative, is, is, is set, uh, criminality and all this uh, selfishness and so forth. And Christianity is being a sheep, it's being naive and not seeing reality. It's lost its stoical strength, which was there in Jesus' teachings. Uh, because of the Catholic Church, and I think they, they, they did it either on purpose or because they were fanatics, I don't know. All the religion, all the Christianity now comes from the Catholic Church. And all of it is very similar to Amunism, which worshipped a sheep as its god, uh, or a lamb, uh, Amun, or A-M-U-N, the ancient god Amun. So that tells you it's not a true religion anymore. It's It's been distorted by somebody. They've changed wording, and they've changed symbols, and they've uh, certainly changed fundamental teachings for some sick reason. I don't know why, but what we ended up with in Europe was having a <clears throat> general uh, average of naivety, and gullibility, and childishness, Christianity, and then we had this people of just absolute unscrupulousness and deception and evil, the Jews, which is, look, it's not an insult, I'm just saying that's what they are, and both of them are out of balance. Now, I think this got even worse after World War II because the Jews ended up in other countries like the United States and uh, Israel, when I think the intention, the will of God was for the Jews and the Christians in Germany to mix into one group and not to remain separate, that the Jews were supposed to assimilate into Germany and correct the error of their positivity by giving them some negative characteristics or barbarism so that they would be stronger and survive against what's going on right now. But they don't have it. They just have this weakness and, and this uh, lack of reality from Christianity while the Jews are just totally unscrupulous and as evil as ever, destroying themselves over in Israel with all their criminality and their nuclear weapons and this other nonsense. So I think Christ, that uh, creation or the God, the real God wanted the Jews to merge into Germany. Then somebody came along and taught this idea that the Jews were an inferior race or something. In reality, the Jews and the Germans are both degenerates. They're both bad. It's, there's not a superior or an inferior race. It's just that the Germans are bad by being too good and naive. If you think that's an insult, look at Germany right now. Just look at them. That's just the facts. And if same thing with the Israelis. Like, they are excessively negative. They're paranoid, hostile, selfish, greedy. That's just the average there. Average Jew is evil, and the average Christian is naively, falsely good, which is not a good situation to be in. What should have happened is that the Jews should have just become Germans, and then the entire thing would have merged into one neutral people, similar to the ancient Phoenicians or something like that. 
But that's not how it is now because of these religions. Because the Jews' religion taught them to stay totally separate from everyone else. And the Christian religion taught them to reject anything that was scary, basically. Uh, which is how they are now, avoiding personality or something. Meanwhile, the true teaching of Muhammad was distorted into this uh, Islam, which is not as bad overall, but then it has that seed of Bar Kokhba Judaism, which is the worst thing of all. That is the worst thing possible. Worse, it's, it's the ultimate evil, really, what's going on with ISIS. Not, not Islam in general. Islam in general is based on Muhammad, who I think was a true prophet of God. But the... Uh, uh, these these certain sects, like, and in different ways, okay, uh, which I'll explain in the next hour some more. But the the, the uh, <clears throat> you see different kinds of degeneration, but very similar patterns all over the world, where these false religions are in power, uh, where there's the false religion right alongside the organized crime in every single case, whether you're talking about Italy with the mafia and their funerals given to them by the Pope, uh, I mean by the, the clergy who are under the Pope and he does nothing about it. Uh, Israel, of course, it's got this fake religion, Judaism, and it's got this fake identity as being somehow separate from the rest of the Egyptians and Canaanites. Uh, and then it's got this uh, organized crime, same thing. <clears throat> Afghanistan, same thing. They've got the Taliban in power, and then they have the Pashtun Mafia in power, and then it just oscillates back and forth between the Mafia and the Taliban. And then the mafia takes over again, and then they kind of merge into one thing. <clears throat> That's how it is everywhere that there's a false religion. There is criminal activity, whether it's positive or negative. Catholic Church is positive in a bad way. It's sick positive. It's mentally ill positive, like these social justice type people and refugees welcome type people that's what the catholic church itself is from the basic beginning of it when it falsified the teachings of jesus from stoicism to a bunch of hedonistic crap and that uh, is the reason why there's so much criminality in italy is because these habiru in italy are able to sucker people who are naive meanwhile in israel the reason is because the average person there is unscrupulous and selfish so the average person in israel is willing to engage in at least some degree of crime uh, and there's therefore some people who are full-on criminals. Uh, meanwhile, Afghanistan, same thing as Israel, basically. Afghanistan is a country that's run by the mafia, where the main industry is growing opium. So it's not about people being good or bad. That's just false Christian teachings. It's about them being unfit to live, unfit to survive. And I don't mean you should kill them. I'm saying that they're killing themselves by being out of control. They're destroying themselves by not being realistic and neutral and therefore truly good or maintaining homeostasis they are destroying themselves like the israelis are doing right now and i'll explain that more next next hour how that's happening i'll explain also more about how the uh <coughs> religions the false religions have influenced different cultures to become degenerate in different ways <coughs> and by degenerate i mean they're in isfet where they have lost true love and are now living according to falsehood, which brings them to death and damnation. Uh, this is all stuff we all have to pay attention to right now. Um, I'll talk about, I think, Saudi Arabia some and about the kind of degeneracy going on there. Talk. Uh, uh, all right, let's see. I've got incoming...
sorry there. I just had uh, some error here uh, with a potential guest. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. So I was discussing the fact that these <clears throat> different countries, they're based on this combination of criminality and false religion, whether they're negative or positive, it's the same thing. But there is as much criminality in Italy as there is. There's as much criminality in Italy as there is in Israel. It's the same thing with a different religion there, putting this evil in power. Because whenever you have something false, something evil gets in power, whether it's positive or negative. So the Jews have a false religion of selfishness and isolation and hostility toward everybody else around them. That's evil, right? But then the Italians have the religion of Christianity, and they have the mafia in power just like Israel. So there's nothing good about either one. Uh, they're both false, and that's why they're all going to hell. They're all being destroyed because they are, because this is a huge time of change right now. The, the age of Aquarius is beginning, and that means that creation or God is going to wipe out everything that's no longer fit to survive by what seem like cruel methods or wrath but it's really just the consequences of your own actions and your falsehood fundamentally your betrayal of true love to believe in stuff that makes you feel good or makes you you know basically the stuff that makes you feel good instead whether it's being greedy and selfish like the israelis or, or, or just having fantasies that make you feel like you're a good person like the germans do right now <clears throat> all of which is wrong I'm not saying these religions are all 100% false in their overall in all of their teachings, right? I'm saying the overall whole of the religions is false, uh, which is Hello. that there's a. <clears throat> Hi, it's uh, Dr. Bill. Hey, here. hey, Bill. I'm I'm currently discussing. I'm in the middle of a sentence here, but uh, can yeah, I have you, you on? Just complete, and then you, when you're ready, I'll just wait. Yeah. Here. Okay. Can I have you on in about a half hour here? Not a problem. Uh, just give me a ring in a half an hour. We'll talk then. All right. Take care. Now, as I was saying, the uh, the religions have a uh, truth in them, but tr having truth in a overall falsehood does not make the falsehood true. It's the whole of something or the organism, like the life form, that makes it good or bad overall. And so, you know, Judaism might have some true teachings in it, but that doesn't make up for the fact that the Talmud also contains exhortations to be a criminal and to rob the goyim and to and, and the wish to enslave humanity eventually which is actually in there uh but the same thing with christianity christianity makes up for whatever true teachings it has by teaching lies of a positive character like that you should have belief instead of having knowledge and that you should just pray to god for whatever you want instead of actually uh trying to conform to god's will which is true love in your inner self uh, it doesn't teach stoicism, in other words, it teaches hedonism, and hedonism is a false philosophy, disproven and debunked in ancient Greece that they still believe in over in the Vatican. Um, <clears throat> and it's the same thing with this Islamist stuff. They think that just submitting to God is going to make them good, but they aren't. you can't submit unless you have faith and true love first, which is iman or iman. Iman means to have faith in true love or your true inner self and thus to feel the impulse of creation telling you the right thing to do they don't do that anymore they just submit to rules and beliefs uh, and become fanatics like warriors for something which isn't even pure anymore uh, and it gets worse than that because there's a big culture in the Middle East of dissemblance 
or pretending to be something you're not in order to conform to society, especially in Saudi Arabia. Uh, this is what I was going to talk about is that Saudi Arabia, okay, we think of it as being some kind of totalitarian, fascist, uh, very austere country, but it's not, all right? Saudi Arabia is not an austere country. Just ask anybody who's visited Saudi Arabia or lived there for a few months or a year. Saudi Arabians, uh, they drink, they party, uh, and there's tons, just absolutely out of control homosexuality there. Very widespread. Uh, so they don't have laws in Saudi Arabia. It's just a big party. They have a government that makes it look like they have laws. They have a pretend regime uh, because they're Muslim Disneyland, basically. They are a place set up to look like some kind of ideal Muslim Islamic state, but it's actually just a, a bunch of hedonists living just like anybody would in the U.S. or, or anywhere else in the hedonistic Western world. So, uh, no, Saudi Arabia is not some kind of austere Wahhabist state like people are always talking about. They don't, the people who say that know nothing about Saudi Arabia. The Saudis, however, there are some individuals in Saudi Arabia who are extremist, like fascist type people, because they are so pissed off about what's going on in Saudi Arabia with all this degeneracy that they are funding things like Al-Qaeda and ISIS and whatever else. But there's an even worse element of that, and I'll get into that in a second here. <clears throat> the uh, Taliban, same thing, right? People who are upset about things like all these drugs and all this crime and, and, and drinking and homosexuality and so forth are trying to get together and create a fascist dictatorship in places like Saudi Arabia. That's the idea. But that is not even what motivates ISIS. ISIS, all right, uh, there's an ISIS commander, for example, who was having a gay relationship with a younger soldier. They executed the younger one, but they left the commander alive. And this is the, the way they behave in Saudi Arabia. They do it all the time, where men who are the penetrating partner in a homosexual relationship are okay, and then men who are the bottom have to worry more. But even then, they punish almost nobody for it. Saudi Arabia is a gay haven in the Middle East, uh, even more so than Israel, I would say. I'd say that Israel is the second big gay haven and Saudi Arabia is the number one, which is curious because they make out they make themselves out to be this austere regime. But what's important here to realize is that uh, a certain kind, right? Not all of what we call, we have very confused terms these days because we don't understand creation anymore. We have, we don't understand love anymore. So we have these very confused terms where we think that uh, like everything effeminate or androgynous or bisexual is called gay, but that's not the case. Uh, there's something called homosexuality in the real sense, which means being exclusively in love with yourself and having annihilated your own personality. It means uh, being, it means always wearing a mask and pretending to be somebody else. It means having a uh, uh, destroyed uh, sense of self due to severe avoidance and severe and psychopathic results as your behavior becomes psychopathic. So you become extremely promiscuous, for example, extremely false and superficial and charming. Uh, so a good deal of what we call gays are not just some harmless androgynous person or whatever. Uh, some of them are, right? We confuse the two things together into one lumped together category. But I think as any of the normal gays can tell you that there are these guys, a lot of them, very large number of gay guys that are just absolutely psychopathic and selfish and care about nobody else but themselves. Uh, 
and are often sadistic. And that's what I think is behind ISIS, is that a lot of ISIS people are not even in it for the Islamic creed or anything. They're just in it for absolute nihilistic, sadistic pleasure, like Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, or this Wyndham Latham guy recently, or John Wayne Gacy. I mean, you'll note one thing is that <clears throat> this is a dirty secret, I think, among the people who study homosexuality because they don't want to make it, put it in a bad light in general. But the fact is this is a lumped together category that is dangerous as hell because they are lumping together normal people that just happen to be attracted to people of the same sex with people who are completely psychopathic and sadistic and narcissistic and promiscuous and absolutely the worst people alive pretty much because of the stuff they do. And I'm saying that uh, considering all the different cases I've seen, like you look at serial killers, almost every serial killer that had a partner that helped them out or, or multiple partners to help them out to torture and kill people were homosexuals. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer was a, was, a, was a loner himself, but John Wayne Gacy had partners. <clears throat> All right, I'm sorry there. I lost my connection for some reason, but I was discussing that a lot of the stuff ISIS is doing seems to me to be related to this, what I've observed, because I study a lot of psychology myself, uh, and I've been very interested in the work, the mechanisms of the mind. I'm taking a neutral perspective on all of this, by the way. I'm not taking any kind of uh, biased perspective. I'm trying to be as objective as I can be. And I observe that there are different things being lumped together as just being all homosexual or gay, as we call it, when actually uh, it's two different things. And one of the things is very, very bad. Narcissism, psychopathy, uh, avoidant personality disorder, and sadism is very commonly associated with it which we just lump together with somebody just being attracted to the same sex in general, which is not good uh, because we're not paying attention to one of the most dangerous vices that there is, which is to be a love, totally loveless, promiscuous, and selfish person. Now, obviously not all gays are like this, but there are some that are, and I think that a lot of gays themselves have experience with this type of person. Like I note that uh, one of the experts on avoidant personality disorder is a guy who also studies homosexuality, uh, Martin Contour, which suggests to me that there's some kind of connection in his research there that he's observed a lot of it. Uh, and I think this is related to varying degrees of narcissism because of the fact there's also research from Giddy Rubenstein in Israel that shows that, that uh, homosexual men on average have a higher rate of narcissism and lower self-esteem than their straight counterparts in a control group. Uh, so there's definitely a connection between homosexuality and narcissism. I'm not saying it's a universal connection. It's just a correlation, which means that there is some element in that population which has a higher rate of narcissism. And let's look at this objectively, okay? Saudi Arabia is one of the gayest countries in the Middle East, if not the gayest. It is full of homosexuals. And Saudi Arabia funds things like ISIS, along with Qatar, which is also a very gay country. I'd say that Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and Israel together are the gayest countries in the Middle East. Uh, and that means that in those populations of gays, in that gay culture, there has to be a significant subset of sadistic homosexuals like Jeffrey Dahmer type people and John Wayne Gacy type people. Uh, and I think that's, that's what ISIS is, honestly. I think ISIS is in part things like Taliban type people, right? There are people in ISIS who are sincerely Taliban type fanatics. But I think a lot of the stuff we observe is just like a really big get together of Jeffrey Dahmer's. <laughs> All right. It is just a really big get together, a big col collaborative serial killing of humanity. 
uh, for sadistic pleasure. Like, note, Isis videos are all really well produced. They're all sleek. And they all have all these snazzy effects in them and stuff. And then they actually kill people in these videos. And you see all these this blood spurting out and all this in, in lurid detail. Like, they're snuff films, okay? These are snuff films. Somebody is turned on by this stuff. I guarantee you that's what this is. At least on some significant part, that ISIS is not even a genuine terrorist organization. But on, on, on some significant level, ISIS is a snuff filmmaking organization. It's a, it's a sadistic, homosexual, like, uh, underground culture. And that what happens is ISIS inspires real terrorism with all their propaganda, right? So almost all the attacks ISIS claims they're behind are just inspired by ISIS. They aren't carried out by ISIS. They aren't planned by ISIS. It's just some teenager with a gun uh, or some disgruntled employee somewhere committing a crime. But they say it's ISIS. It's really just psychological and sociological copycatting that they see ISIS committing terror attacks, and so they copy the same thing, and then they say that they're ISIS. <clears throat> but what is ISIS overall? For example, there was a German, uh, what was he calling himself, a spy? I don't know if the guy's just a pathological liar or what, but he was somebody who started in gay, gay pornography and ended up saying that ISIS were his brethren and trying to join ISIS. Uh, there's the case of that uh, gay ISIS commander with the 15-year-old boyfriend where the boyfriend was thrown off a building and for some reason he was never punished but went into, into battle. <laughs> so it's the same kind of hypocrisy that goes on in Saudi Arabia. And yet it's not just like the typical gay activity, like all this promiscuity and hookups and stuff like that, which is bad as it is in my opinion. I think it's psychologically uh, disturbed that people are going out and having that much random sex. It shows that they have a problem with their psyche, that they are psychopathic uh, and or avoidant. You know, they have some kind of psychological problem that they do that. And I think that is well in evidence that that kind of behavior is much more common among gay men than among the average population. But that's just the usual, right? The usual is that kind of stuff. I'm talking about like Jeffrey Dahmer type stuff, Wyndham Latham type stuff, uh, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, is the kind of people that ISIS is, consists of, just total sadists that are getting off on making these snuff films. And that is why I think we have to look at things from a more psychological perspective and, and an irrational perspective, because humans are irrational. Our behavior isn't all strategic warfare and politics and economics. It's just irrational desires. And the craziest thing about it is that when you look at the world that way, it all fits. It all makes sense. Look at Lauren Coleman's copycat effect. Irrational symbols, irrational imitation of other people, and sexual desires, <clears throat> I think, play a huge role in this stuff. And that is a major reason why ISIS exists, is because the teachings of these religions, like Saudi, in Saudi Arabia, are hypocritical. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, they separate men from women entirely. Uh, they arrest uh, or question uh, single men they find out with single women these are just men trying to court women and they question them but then men are allowed among men all the time women are allowed among women so there's, of course there's tons of homosexuality and then I think that might even induce the along with other factors the mentality of just a sadistic homosexual like Jeffrey Dahmer uh, I don't want to cast all homosexuals or gays in a bad light I'm saying that they're lumped together in the wrong category with something that's not the same thing that they're being lumped together 
when they're just androgynous people or same-sex attracted people or whatever being lumped together with something which is completely uh, pathological, uh, which I think we observe very commonly. Uh, and that a different degrees of it, right? I think you get to a different degree of whatever this narcissistic avoidant psychopathy is. And eventually you become just completely sadistic and uh, you become a person who embodies hatred like Jeffrey Dahmer. Or, uh, look, Jeffrey Dahmer is a good example. The guy had avoidant personality disorder, in my opinion. He wanted to have a boyfriend that wouldn't uh, make him feel nervous. So he wanted to have a dead boyfriend. That's... Uh, that's that's one example of this sort of thing. But then you have like Gacy torturing people. And I think that is what ISIS is. ISIS is fundamentally a psychological phenomenon and represents our self-destruction through abandonment of true love or abandonment of the uh, eye of God, the, uh, the sun, abandonment of the real source of good, which is in our inner selves and our feeling of love and connectedness to everybody else. Uh, we have given that up for false love, like love of false things that don't really have significance compared to the real things like, you know, money or, uh, power or religious cults, you know, beliefs, uh, things that separate us as opposed to bring us together. And that is definitely something which is out of control in Saudi Arabia along with money and other problems. But, uh, these things, it's its pervasive all over the world. It's not just the Saudis or Muslims. All over the world, there is a tendency toward abandonment of true love and disloyalty to other people and just going from one partner to another uh, and just having random hookups and stuff like that, all of which has the meaning of our society is collapsing from within. And that's why Sodom and Gomorrah happened. All right, it didn't happen. God wasn't punishing them for being gay or whatever. Uh, those those cities were destroyed by themselves uh, and by nature for abandoning true love. <clears throat> and I think that uh, the sadistic homosexuality was just one element of it. It was a pervasive, loveless culture, which is what we now are becoming as an entire planet, uh, which is disturbing when you think about it, because it implies the whole planet is going to get uh, like attacked by something. And I think that is itself, its immune system, the immune system of the earth and of the collective of humanity is rebelling against how selfish we are and creating things that are the essence of evil like ISIS, that are the concentration of our own falsehood uh, to destroy us because we're now a disease. Uh, our population is so high now that the earth is rebelling against us and creating things like uh, the worst hurricane season of the entire recorded history of hurricane seasons. Um, and things like the uh, uh, the situation in uh, Mexico with that earthquake. We had an, a giant earthquake in Mexico around the same time that the worst hurricane season happened. Um, tied to global warming, but I think that there, I don't think the earth itself has an intelligence that's controlling this. I think this is creation or the universal intelligence of the entire universe that is controlling these events in connection to each other, because that is what it does or she does. The creation controls everything in reality, and we just aren't paying attention. But everything has a symbolic meaning. Everything has a, a real connection to everything else in true love. And we are abandoning that in order to just 
pursue false desires and selfish desires in hedonism. <clears throat> so that is what ISIS is. ISIS is the embodiment of our own detachment from true love turned into kind of an atom bomb, uh, a psychological atom bomb, which uh, is trying to kill off humanity along with other forces of evil. Uh, <clears throat> the forces of evil, it's, I'm talking about absolute evil now. It's like the Jewish society and culture and the religion has an evil tendency. It's negative. But I'm talking about things that are just 100% uh, or not 100%, but very close to it, more, more toward the 100% side of evil, that they are no longer even just seeking after greed and power, but after destruction for its own sake. That's uh, once once evil gets to it and hatred gets to a certain ex extent. What it does is it wants to just destroy everything, including itself. And you can see this in the case of uh, some cult leaders and things like that, like Marshall Applewhite, for example, and Jim Jones. Their ultimate drive in their evil and deception was just suicide. And that's what they did. Uh, Jim Jones eventually committed suicide along with his whole sect. And, or at least the people of Jonestown. Marshall Applewhite, same thing, committed suicide along with his whole sect. And that sort of thing is happening now too. Sectarian type fanaticism and delusion tied to an overall death drive. Uh, and that is also what this pathological form of homosexuality is overall, is a death drive or a desire to destroy oneself, uh, self-hatred, which is then suicidal. <clears throat> so suicide, suicide, lovelessness, uh, and um, delusion, uh, it's, it's all the same thing. All the stuff is connected. All the stuff we see going on in the world now, stuff that's being blindly promoted as if it's just harmless. Uh, it's, you know, whether it's the Islamist or whether it's these promiscuous homosexuals, whatever, uh, things that are dangerous to humanity are being promoted as if they are just our friends by things that are descended from the Christian religion and its naive perspective. While, <clears throat> on the other hand, the Jews are just totally cynical and are trying to achieve domination of the region by instigating wars and so forth. And they think they're so hubristic. They think that they can get away with shooting President JFK. I mean, and then they're involved in all this drug trafficking and stuff. Uh, it's just either one is bad, you know. Uh, <clears throat> the human race just has to start thinking about what is actually going to help them survive as opposed to what's going to make them feel good in the, in the moment. Uh, and what's really going to make them feel happy is following true love and no longer just abandoning it to some falsehood that makes them look a certain way. But that's the way our generation is now, is uh, our younger generations are all totally lacking in self-love. They don't have any self-respect or self-esteem, and they just uh, feel like they have to be somebody else in order to survive. Uh, and hide behind a mask, which I think that's what a lot of these promiscuous homosexuals are doing is they are promiscuous like that and narcissistic because they have very low self-esteem and very low self-love. Uh, so they try to erase their own personality and replace it with an act. Um, 
And then in order to be liked by people and in order to get uh, some kind of false superficial love, they become very superficial because they become psychopathic. And they go around seeking out this false love. Um, and I don't think that's good. I think that's not something we should say. People say stuff like, oh, love is love, etc. You, but you're just generalizing. It's not always going to be healthy. There's got there's going to be situations where something you're condoning is negative, and you're just condoning it on solely political grounds, uh, which is the case with this. As I think we see with Saudi Arabia, uh, Afghanistan, it's the same thing in Afghanistan, honestly. Uh, they have a practice there called bachabazi or pederasty, where they have a young boy dress up as a girl and so forth. It's same thing, very uh, widespread homosexuality as well as sadism in this. Uh, so there's, uh, you see that all the time. Uh, <clears throat> like I was saying, one of the last things I said before before I cut out is that like uh, of serial killers, I'd say it's like one third that are homosexual, uh, possibly. I'd say it, it really is around that one third uh, of at least prominent serial killers that I've researched. Uh, I at least have homosexual tendencies uh, if not are totally homosexual like Jeffrey Dahmer and John Wayne Gacy. And that's not a coincidence. Okay. It's just, it's just being whitewashed because these, uh, on the one hand you have like these extremist, uh, uh, delusional childish Christian fanatics talking about how it's bad because whatever, you know, they think that anal sex is sodomy or a sin. It's just nonsense. It has nothing to do. It's totally insignificant. Uh, and then you have, uh, on the other hand, these, these fanatical, like, left-wing type people who think that all types of whoredom and lovelessness should be okay, when that is the absolute destruction of our society is when people become disloyal. As soon as people start going around and living only for themselves and having no, no intimate and long-term relationships, then society collapses. So, uh, no, it's, it's, it's simply... These, there's, this is another element of all this. I mean, these churches like the Catholic Church, uh, for example, have taught this idiotic idea that when the Bible or the Quran talks about sodomy or liwat, that liwat or sodomy means anal intercourse or oral intercourse or something like that, or in Germany, intercourse with animals, which is not what it means, okay? It means being a loveless person and breeding falsely, having false sex, having false desires, and it means a society or an individual that is uh, damned because of a lack of true love, such as these people who go around like uh, I was reading it in my research on Saudi Arabia and Qatar. I came across an article by a Canadian author who brags about how he had like three guys in one day and how he travels all around the world and has sex with all sorts of different random guys, which is just disgusting. It's not something anybody should condone and he shouldn't be proud of it. That shows that he's just so avoidant and so narcissistic that he can't even have a real relationship anymore. Like the guy is a skeleton with a mask on, and we're praising this. That's that's that, and it has nothing to do with homosexual attraction or anal sex or anything like that. It has to do with the fact that the guy is a loveless narcissistic prick, and that he's dangerous to society. That, that's the way it is with not just them, but also a lot of our modern people who are accepting that it's an okay lifestyle to just be a complete whore and 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 do and what be whatever you want, uh, all of which is absolutely out of control, negative hedonism. So basically, uh, what we have going on here is that love is the basis for human society, civilization, 
it's the basis of everything good, true love, right? We think love is just a feeling or emotion or some kind of chemical reaction. It's all lies. It's not what love is. Love is the uh, absolute certainty that you exist with other things and that they coexist with you, that everything is related to everything else and connected to everything else, that its existence and its value depends on the collective. That's what love is. Love is an absolute fact. It is not some kind of just arbitrary feeling or desire or uh, something you can just choose. It's not. You don't choose it. Creation chooses your love for you, and you have to stick with it and be loyal, or else you are damned. And I mean, you, you collectively, if that happens to enough people, then she turns her evil eye on the eye of Ra, or whatever you want to call it, the, the boon eye, and it starts just killing people off. And it is very cruel about it. So I don't want people to think that they can just do whatever they want and it's going to have no consequences because it is not going to have no consequences. The way people are living now and all this uh, total selfishness and disloyalty and disrespect for the creation and her true love means that we enter into the evil kingdom. And I mean, in the ancient Egyptian sense, they call it Mat and Isfet, the good kingdom and the evil kingdom. <clears throat> the evil kingdom is the realm of all things that are outside of true love. And the good kingdom is inside of it. So if you want to survive, you have to be inside of true love. Otherwise, you will be destroyed eventually, and often in a dramatic and catastrophic way, as we are about to witness. Uh, because uh, I will say right now that as far as I project from what I see happening, I think we're going to have uh, World War Four and mass destruction by about 2041. So between the years 2028 and 2041, it is going to be chaos. Uh, I'll, I, you know, I'll bet you that 2028, things will start getting really bad uh, because of how we're behaving. Unless we change, unless we stop this culture of just pushing our arbitrary beliefs on everything, which is founded on Christianity and Judaism, uh, as well as on the other side. Oh, it's, it's all founded on Christianity and Judaism. I mean, even Islam is influenced by Judaism, so... It's all based on Christianity and Judaism, the idea that you can just have a belief and that that's all that matters uh, when that's just your will. That's not reality. That's not love or logic. That's just your arbitrary desire, which can be manipulated by somebody else. But your innermost self, your true self, can't be manipulated. It's the creation itself. It's God. And that's uh, what's reliable. You know, what's reliable is true love and not this... Uh, this crap that they're calling love and freedom and all this stuff, it's just none of it's real. It's all just lies. And I think uh, people are starting to learn the hard way about it. Uh, hopefully some people will learn, but uh, I, I think that uh, it's quite likely we're going to see a lot of destruction here. Uh, you know, it's, it's what uh, Hopi, the Hopi Indians in the U.S. call Koyanis Kotsi, or the uh, life out of balance, as they call it. In German, it's called Ausatom. Uh, same thing, Ausatom. The going out of control of the good nature that is going outside of true love. Ausatom, or Isfet. <clears throat> um, that's where we are right now. We're in Isfet. Our societies are all in Isfet. Uh, you want to look that up? That's the ancient Egyptian concept of the evil kingdom ruled by Apophis, the serpent, which is uh, 
incidentally resonant with Israel. And uh, when you're in the evil kingdom, then everything gets destroyed by the... <clears throat> everything in the evil kingdom gets destroyed by the Eye of Ra, which is the defender of the good kingdom. And what I mean by that is that she defends the good kingdom by waging war against the evil kingdom and destroying it through its own instruments, which is exactly what is happening right now. Things like ISIS, things like this Crimea conflict, that is the eye of Ra trying to cause a war to destroy the evil kingdom, to defend the universe against it. Because we are all in it now. We've made Apophis the king, we made the serpent the king. And now the serpent is running amok and committing crimes and acting stupid. And there's nobody logical and wise in power. There's no true love in our hearts anymore. There's just stupidity and falsehood. So she <clears throat> unleashes her evil eye on us in order to uh, eliminate that which is a threat. It's not a punishment. It's not a punishment. Okay, punishment means you learn from it. But if you die, you don't learn. It's a self-defense of the universe against us because we're parasites now. Because we are so negative with all of our lies and our destruction of life that we have to be eliminated or else the entire universe can be destroyed. That's the kind of situation we're in here. And that's why I say if we, if we don't change, if we don't change our behavior and become worthy of life, then creation will destroy a large part of us through her laws which means through the thing through the evil things we create like our lack of ability to have real society for example the fact that we're all just individuals now that live for ourselves that will become the collapse of society <clears throat> in will come the uh, enemy aggressor and the enemy aggressor will uh establish a totalitarian government that enslaves everybody and go to war with russia and get us all nuked that's what I see happening here, is if the West, uh, if we continue as we are in Europe and the U.S. in lovelessness and isfet and being so confused about true love that we think that some guy going out and having tourist sex with random men is the same thing as a man and a woman being married for their entire lives. If we think that, then we are sick-minded people that have no sense of reality anymore and no sense of the true self who have denied their true inner self and therefore are unfit to live. And I mean that. That's exactly what it is, unfit to live. Which means that because we're so distorted from our true nature, and we're no longer able to evolve, creation has no choice but to give us many warnings before she does it, but then eventually just eliminate us through whatever is available. And that's what's happening. Uh, that we are, because of our evil, because of our foolishness and our positivity as well, our good in the false sense of like the Pope, like Pope Francis is not a good person. He's just a fake person. His good is all lies. He's all about charity and kissing the feet of refugees and talking about how Donald Trump isn't a, you know, isn't a Christian. He's all about hypocrisy. He's not about true good. If you were about true good, he'd be trying to defend good against evil and defend life against death. But he never even talks about the real issues. <clears throat> like his church has been promoting boundless reproduction for centuries and he never even mentions the fact that all the world's top ecologists are saying the world's overpopulated by like 15 times he never he's just a dishonest person 
So Pope Francis is not a good man. He's a dishonest person and he belongs in, in hell. Honestly, he belongs in hell. He's going to go to hell. Same thing with uh, just, just the same place that these guys over in ISIS are going. Anybody who's a liar like that is going to burn. And I drive, I, I, what that is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a real thing. It's what happens when you die in falsehood is your personality gets dissolved. Uh, and it's a painful process if you are a liar. So that's something to think about if you're somebody like Pope Francis. You know, he's not getting anywhere, not getting any brownie points by sucking up to these Pashtuns and their, and their criminal schemes. He's not getting any uh, <clears throat> brownie points by uh, looking good to people either. I mean, that's all BS. But that's something else you have to think about here is, I mean, I really should get back to the topic of uh, homosexuality because the narcissistic homosexuals uh, are characterized by being excellent actors and liars and uh, charmers. They're excellent at pretending to be something they're not because they hate themselves. So they try to be something they're not. Uh, as a result, I think as a result, you see a lot of homosexuals in the clergy, as well as among the Jewish rabbis and the rulers of Saudi Arabia. It's the exact same thing. Like there was a Saudi prince over here in the U.S. who was doing homosexual things in uh, California and, of course, all over the whole country of Saudi Arabia. In Italy, of course, there's the Catholic Church and <clears throat> they have this massive pedophile scandal going on. What they're not talking about enough, I think, is that 95% of the victims are, bo are boys. So it's largely uh, not an issue of celibacy and repressed desires, but an issue of homosexuality among the clergy, which is causing this. And I think that is related to their deceptiveness, like Pope Francis is probably a homosexual because of his deceptive behavior, I would say. Uh, his narcissism and his falsehood, he's probably a homosexual. Uh, celibacy, of course, is a motive for somebody to join the clergy. If you're, if you're celibate, then you get to be a homosexual. Realistically, no, no, no animal or life form is celibate. It's just a complete farce. Anybody who tells you that you should be celibate for a religion is a liar. Uh, because celibacy does not happen in God's creation anywhere. Uh, the closest thing you have is asexual reproduction or parthenogenesis. That, that's the real word of God, right? Is nature, reality, not these stupid books of these people in the Vatican or their idiotic theology and doctrines. That's just a bunch of lies. Just like the Jews, you know, with their Talmud. The Talmud is just disgusting. Teaching you all sorts of disgusting things I won't even say on the air. Uh, it's not real religion. I mean, these religions are not religions at all. They're sects, and they're masquerading as religions. I think that's the reason why we're in such a danger right now is because uh, we have accepted <clears throat> things that are actually not religions at all, but sects, uh, whether it's these old sects like the Catholic Church or uh, Wahhabism or uh, or Judaism. We've accepted them as being religions when they're actually sects, and it's the same thing with the uh, modern sects, like Scientology, for example, is totally fake, made up by a guy who said that he was going to try to make money on it. And none of it has any reality to it. It's just based on nothing. Uh, but his imagination and his psychopathic greed and unscrupulousness, uh, people have to realize that it's not okay to be naive like that. It's not okay. It's not a virtue to be so naive that you believe in in Thetans and Xenu and stuff like that. Just like it's not okay to be so naive that you believe 
that the Catholic Church is right when it tells you to to uh, turn the other cheek to people who want to kill you. You know, that's not the real teaching. That is just a misinterpretation, <clears throat> which I presume they invented to make people more passive and docile, uh, which is just not how it's supposed to be. People are not supposed to be passive and docile. Do you think Jesus was passive and docile? He turned over the money tables, uh, money changers tables. He beat people up over being greedy. He was not passive and docile, uh, but they teach you to be passive and docile. They want you to be a slave. The same thing with the, the Jews talk about how victimized they are all the time, about how they're all uh, victims of the worst tr atrocity of all time, the Holocaust, which they exaggerate enormously, by the way, for propaganda. But uh, and then what do they do? They they uh, they commit crimes constantly, crimes against all sorts of people, robbing them, uh, running drugs and prostitutes and human slaves. And uh, they 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 murder Palestinians every friggin day. These Israelis are just as bad. Uh, so these people are not religions. OK, <clears throat> these are not legitimate religions like the ancient Egyptian raw religion was, for example, or the original religion of Muhammad was. Uh, these not these are just sects and they are cults in other words <clears throat> pretty much everything we have nowadays is just cults uh except for a very mi small minority which is uh, uh you know these new age sects these uh, uh whatever whatever you want to call them it's all just cults hello and, matthew hello yes matthew. i totally agree with you you <clears throat> definitely are on the right track i call They've, them you know what i do i use a term called real lies going on for religion um did you want me to kind of just mention, make a comment? Because there's a lot of challenges to people's health. I watched the yeah, series in the last about, week. You can talk about health for a few minutes here, yes, please. Uh, just, well, actually, you only have about 10 minutes left and we're done. But I, I want to mention something I think is important. People need to be protected from cults and strange and stupid ideas. But they also need to realize that we're being infected with radiation from Fukushima, genetically modified food. We just had the new addition by the... Fatal drugs allow people the FDA of Adventame, which is aspartame plus vanillin, and uh, genetically modified foods. And most people don't realize that the fertility, health, and longevity of the population are dramatically being challenged. So it's not just religions that are toxic. It's also all of our food, air, water, everything is. <coughs> well, yeah, the whole, the whole environment has now been toxified. Yeah. If people aren't taking supplements based on metabolic and other testing, oh, he's, your he's, health he's, is going to be challenged dramatically, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so what I do is I tell people to take the very least things to detoxify, like, for example, take our, uh, you know, if you're diabetic, you want to take Cell Defense Plus to reduce leukotriene B4, which is angry white fat cells that make your body resistant. Most people are deficient in nutrients, so they have kidney defects. So to even taking vitamin or max or anti-inflammatory fatty acids like Omega Supreme Pro. But if people want to contact me for free advice, by the way, they don't have to pay any fee. They can just simply email me, Dr. Bill Deagle, Dr. Bill. D-E-A-G-L-E at hotmail.com. And by the way, all of your videos are now being posted up on YouTube, plus they're over on our deagle-network.com site. And you cover some really amazing topics, Matthew, so I don't want to be alive yeah. very too long, but they can listen over on our show on Nutramedical.com. Our sale is on if they use the code HEAVEN. They can get the sale price between now and midnight, November 2nd, which saves them 7% and free shipping over $99 in the U.S. So I really strongly recommend people, if you don't, take our nutrients to protect you from everything from stealth plagues or infection because most people aren't aware that your doctor to be honest with you is completely unqualified to deal with the functional cause of why you're sick and they tend to be advanced drug salesmen and 
technicians doing in many cases unnecessary procedures. Now there are procedures that are very helpful and I'll tell you which ones are okay and which ones aren't. Uh, but we're, I'm very much into regenerative medicine. I've done every kind of surgery, except open heart and brain, intensive care unit, military medicine and, and, and so on. And you have to understand just like the miniseries Jericho I'm watching now on television, the government is not your friend. The so-called organized religions are not your friend. The, the higher education <clears throat> are not your friend. They're well, I mean, what, what it is, it's not the government, I would say. Like, you get a little bit off on a tangent about some of the conspiratorial stuff, in my opinion. But, uh, I mean, well, it's, it's most important it's, thing I tell people is don't, but, don't believe my, they don't believe my conspiracy. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying here is, uh, so. yeah. what I'm saying is that the, it's, not, it's not the official government, right? It's no, no, people, no, of course people not. Have, people, have, people have to realize, look, I, I don't like terms like the government because well, I use the broad it term implies, because. <clears throat> okay, because, it, because it implies that the government is legitimate that you're talking about, and it's not a legitimate government. We're talking about organized crime here, not the government. Oh, I agree. Well, and, I use a broad term because, for give an example, the JFK files were released, and I know they only released some of it, but the fact is by government, I mean there's, there's good people and bad people in the CIA and FBI. There's uh, good people and bad people in the guy in the so yeah, but, uh, yeah, but 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 you're dealing with a lot of illegitimate and very dangerous and nasty people who have got a lot of power and uh, they have no ethics whatsoever. And I use a broad term, but you're right. They're they're the government is in a sense us, but it's also a lot of powerful entities. For example, I'm to force vaccinate like the Gates Gates Foundation, the United Nations. And, well, uh, I mean, and for fatal drugs, a lot of people like all the FDA that approve things like Adventame. I Would think a lot of this stuff, there? honestly, Dan. I, I I think a lot of this stuff here that you're talking about is just uh, conspiracy theories put out by people like the Catholic Church. They're just oh like, no no no. We're talking about things like I have well, the, not, I have scientists it? from the FDA that actually yeah. on public opinion and oh, well. to the, before the Senate. I mean they, they've got they've got scientists out now. Let me finish. Let me, some let me finish. Give a testimony that says the aspartame should have never been approved in the 1980s. So it's not a, a conspiracy. Oh, yeah, theory. of course. It's, I'm not saying aspartame is not probably not good for you, but the thing is that. I'm talking about like this forced vaccination and stuff like that. They don't want to do that. I mean, Bill Gates is a rogue out there. He's a maverick compared to most of these people. The status quo is to just increase the population indefinitely and become as rich and powerful as you can. Well, there's there some vaccine. elements to that, but the most important thing I say on my show is don't believe anything I say. Just ask better questions because you're going oh, to of course. So. The truth is somewhere between what you believe and what I believe. And the danger is not asking questions is the danger, right? Well, the danger is believing, in my opinion. The danger is believing instead of knowing. Danger is uh, just uh, well. Believing happens if you don't ask questions. Because <clears throat> if you don't ask questions, you're not going. You're, you're going danger to. Danger is choosing to believe something as opposed to actually paying attention to what God is trying to tell you about what's really going on, because we're being warned every day, constantly, about what we are doing to the environment. Oh yeah. Well, we're killing the planet. In fact, one of my quotes that I like, and it's from the the book of the Bible, but you find it in every holy book is that in Revelation 18 it says, and he shall return to destroy those that destroy the earth. I just watched the movie last night called Geostorm, and you can see, although it was very poorly written, the movie is actually trying to give a gospel of the United Nations and global climate control, thinking if we don't set up some kind of geostorm control system, the world is going to end in a geostorm kind of super, super storms around the planet. And uh, what's really going on, and we've had Lowell Ponte talking about this because he wrote a book 41 years ago called The Cooling, all the scientists in the 70s knew that there was a cooling period going to come in the early 2000s called the Maunder cooling well, period. Just, but I'm saying, like, I, I just think you have some guests on or whatever that are giving you ideas about stuff. It's just it's the same thing as, like, Trump. Uh, well, actually, Matt, you know what I'd like you to do? Why don't you come on the show? Because 
The big like, I don't think I, I, don't, I don't I don't think Trump's a bad guy. Uh, he's just yeah. he's just he's just he's just been brainwashed by people. Well, he's misguided. He's got a lot of people around him there. Them, uh, lies about the environment. And I think that people are telling you lies about the environment as well. I think you're. Oh no, no, I've been a charter member of Greenpeace 45 years ago. I'm <laughs> yeah, one but you're still guys in the world. And doesn't of the make a difference. Doesn't make but a difference. You can't make those kind of statements, Matt. Listen, what you're, you're my son, but I'm going to tell you, I really enjoy the fact that you raise questions to me because most of the people don't have the guts or the brains to ask me tough questions because I will come back with a scientifically based, valid, and logic reason which is why I believe a certain well, thing. And you don't have to accept it, but I want people to do. Ask better questions because what I believe and what the truth is is probably a lot closer. And I'm not talking about a conspiracy theory. I'm talking about the fact that we have technology, for example, to make sure those superstorms didn't strike the U.S. We have that. There, there's five nations that have weather modification. Well, technology. they're they're not they're not developed. I don't, I, look, I don't believe any of that myself. I think I think that we have. Well, here's the Russians <laughs> an airplane jet and moved the cyclone off of uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. So that's not open to public media. Research. But doesn't matter if there's been research into. I mean, let's just not even talk about that because it's completely meaningless and it's a bunch of BS. Let's right. talk about. Uh, well, that's something that people would like to dismiss it, but they can't. And I really appreciate that you actually. I'm saying you're have you're, the you're on here to, to actually about, raise yeah, You're on here to talk about a bunch of conspiracies. Okay, you're on here to talk about vitamins. So just talk about vitamins. Well, the thing is, Matt, what I want people to understand, they're all connected. Uh, for example, right now, when I did my test back in June 5th of this year, I don't have mercury anymore in my body, but guess what? I have uranium. And that uranium is coming from Fukushima, and the, all the support companies under TEPCO are American. Oh, you no, there's definitely – <clears throat> see, that's, that's the thing. I, th I think that it's a problem. You can't uh, – you have to be selective in what you uh, report. I mean, if you're a journalist, you have to be selective in what you report. You don't, you don't want to just report everything because you're going to mix up the real – No, no, I don't report everything. I'm saying you're reporting stuff that's not true alongside stuff that is. No, you, know, you have to point out why it's not true. See, you can't just make a statement. I'm like, not. Look, I don't. I'm. I, I'm not in. I don't have to uh, prove anything. No, no. We just have to say why. You can't just say it's anything. not true. You can't just yes, say it's no, not look, true. Look, you're the, the one who has the burden of proof on you because you're the one who's making the claim. But you know what? Okay, I can prove it. This is not I even blood work. I don't want to argue on the air about this. Okay, let's just right. talk about your vitamins. Right, but the reason why is I need to take detox for uranium, and other people in America don't realize. For example, in Seattle, Washington, with a week after. Fukushima Daiichi happened. They were having saving hot radioactive particles being absorbed in their airway every day. And so the problem <coughs> no, is the mean, population are yeah. unaware that they're being poisoned by food, air, and water. Well, that's true. Or being, look, the thing is, I want you to focus on the stuff that's provable that everybody agrees on as a consensus. Like well, then, no, this, this is provable, and nobody has to agree on it. When science is, is, is based on testing, I am saying, and imaging, yeah. it's not open to other people's opinions. See, this is one of the problems with with pseudoscientists and people that have uh, what we call masters of opinion, if I do a test for like an imaging study, like an MRI or PET scan or or, or spec blood flow scan, uh, ten thousand people can say otherwise. But my imaging and my <clears throat> I don't think you're listening to me here. Is, you're just being defensive. You're not listening to me, okay? I'm talking about. I'm just saying Fukushima is a real issue, uh, but you know there's lots of other real issues out there that are being ignored okay. because of well, the, because I didn't people hear your show today, Matt. So. What was the main thing you said today? Because it's really important, and I really appreciate because you I've have. I've talked the, about things the, that are unrelated to uh, to anything that you're talking about. No, I, I want to get. I want to get back stuff, to it like here. Like symbology yeah. and and the collective consciousness, and that's really important because that's what's actually driving it. When we look yes. at the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, <clears> the global bankers, well, and, and even the that, I mean, look, all that stuff is just a bunch of fantasy. I mean, the people who are really in control here, I've already laid it all out. And nobody else but me seems to be talking about it, even okay, though it's all. Tell me who it is. Give me, 
Yeah, and you should come on our, my show too, but uh, if you're exposed to fluoridated water, GMO I'll food, mineral depleted, or food where your animals are fed genetically modified corn and other things, you're going to get toxic. And the problem is people think that taking nutritionals <clears throat> is, well. is a kind of like, or it's equivalent. They can go to Amazon or Vitacost and they're not going to get the same especially. I'm, I'm just, I, I, want, I, want, I want to give, here's the thing. Is I want to give a certain message on my show. I want it to be pure. I want it to be what I think is the truth. I don't want any of your inputs about genetically modified foods or uh, vaccinations or anything. I want you to talk about things in accordance with my views of things uh, so that things remain pure and people are not corrupted by falsehoods. Uh, because we have enough falsehoods on this planet now. We can't just... Well, I, we I don't can't just, falsehoods. We can't I just raise buy, issues and I want people to figure it out for themselves. We can't I, just, I think that uh, that I want to be a good journalist here. I want to try to be uh, reliable. I want to be uh, sharp and I want to pay attention to the facts. I want to uh, point people in a direction toward <clears throat> seeing the world for themselves as it truly is. That's why I call this the true world. Right. Not, that's, not, a good, that's a good idea. Not, and not seeing it in a false lens of all this, uh, all these fantasies that are put out there by all these lying, uh, fake conspiracy theorists, uh, many of whom are controlled by the Israelis and others, uh, many of whom are getting paid to lie by religions that want to promote their false doctrines. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, that's part of the thing is that people are too naive. I don't think you're a bad guy, all right? I think you're very smart. I question everything, whether it's religion, government, above government technology, all kinds <laughs> of stuff. And uh, to be honest with you, I find very. You know few what I see? Look, honestly, right, right now, there, right now, there's a, there's there's a thing out there called "To the Stars" or something. It's all fraud. It's a bunch of guys who just 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 like you're saying, they're all a bunch of guys who have PhDs or. I worked in the Department of Defense, and they're all just being naively suckered into this thing where they're. What's the two of the stars? What is that? I've never heard of that. It's, it's it's some kind of foundation trying to find alien life out there, but it's all fake. It's not real. It's just a way of making profit, and it's a big farce. Oh yeah, uh, well, there's a lot of farce. Going and I'm saying that people, that this is something that people have to realize: is intellectual people can be naive, and that our entire culture as a whole is naive and gullible. Uh, because of Christianity, basically, because of the religion that taught us to believe and not to think for ourselves, and which taught us to well, your, your modern Christianity, as, feel, as, as it is with the Catholic Church and the Protestants. I'm saying Christianity a form in of general, advanced, uh, I call realized going I, on or paganism. I'm saying so. it is not based on. I explained earlier in the show that Christianity is not based on Jesus's teachings. Christianity is not based on the teachings of Jesus or Emmanuel as they originally. Right, get, I agree. I agree. It, it is. It is based on the uh, distortion of his stoical teachings toward a more arbitrary a frame of mind, and I think you suffer from that yourself. That everybody in the West is, on average, I'm saying on average, that the entire population of Europe, on average, I'm using that in the general sense. Right. On average, people in uh, the in Christendom in the Christian world are naive people. Oh, I agree. And they've been made naive by the religion which has taught them heresies such as i explained earlier uh they take turn the other cheek not to be a stoical oh, yeah. statement which actually is it's a stoical statement about apathy or apatheia which means yeah. not being affected by things they take it to mean pacifism uh, well, i agree i do you know what the actual term in the middle east if you're actually because you remember our ancestry is oh, Syrian, Leb lebanese and uh, christian and we call jewish uh, marianite descendants of moshe moses it actually means when you turn the other cheek, it's called a cheek of the brotherhood. 
And if you strike that cheek, we have to have a death struggle till one of us dies. It's not. It's the exact opposite of what the West teaches. Well, I don't think that's what it means at all. Okay, that, well, that's what Syrians have told me this. He's telling a silly grandpa story now. Okay, I don't want to hear no, silly. Well, that, that's basically no. Some <laughs> grandpa told me that. You guys, just, <laughs> all right. That's that's not that's not what it means. Okay, that's not right. It's not based on some like uh, whatever like. Uh, Middle Eastern barbarian philosophy. No, no, no. I don't think atheism is any better either. I think atheism oh, I agree. is worse I agree. Yeah. because the true teaching is actually a kind of religion taught by the prophets, such as, uh, uh, as I said earlier, uh, Jesus was a prophet and he was and he was teaching the true religion. But right, exactly, uh, it was the ancient Egyptians with Aten uh, or Ra which has been corrupted into a heathen religion from ancient Egypt called Ammonism, uh, as well as the Judaic, the Judaic religion, which is Sedism. That's the real... Yeah, exactly. I agree. You're an expert on these things, and what's <clears throat> happened is the no. current Jewish religion is a, is a, is a, is a perversion of something... No, it's worse religion. than you think. I mean, I'm telling you, like, this is something I have to go on several programs about for people to really get, because it the, the deception is more extensive than you would believe. Oh, no, uh, I the, believe it, and I know that you're an expert on some of these areas, Matt. <coughs> actual I'm not, terms and the names and so on. Uh, so I agree with you. What I'm trying to say, though, is all of the modern religions now are perverted to the point where they're all, in a sense, cultic. Now, that's something you can observe, and I mean, anybody can see that there's, I mean, for instance, uh, one of my favorite authors on some of these more controversial topics, <clears throat> such as about the Jewish Talmud, right? It's, uh, Michael Hoffman II, he's a uh, very erudite historian, right? who in very much detail about the uh, heresies in the Talmud and the, uh, the evil behavior that results from following these edicts. Right. But... Uh, <clears throat> he, however, is a Roman Catholic, um, and he, nonetheless, even as a Roman Catholic, a devout Roman Catholic, uh, refers to people who support the current pope as papists. I mean, the Catholic Church is falling apart because of, uh, I'm not saying that he's necessarily an example of somebody who wants to secede from the church or anything, but that there is a conflict there between uh, people who identify as traditional Catholics or as even oh, as and the teachings of this... Uh, uh, apparently, atheist Marxist pope or whatever he is. Right. In fact, we're going to talk about that on uh, the thirty first on my show. I think it's just Jonathan Gray talking about that on on. Uh, I have this day. the ultimate uh, consequence of Christianity's own heresies. I don't think this is something which just started now. Oh no no no! This has been going on for. You can trace it back not just to the Renaissance and to the Enlightenment, but all the way back to the foundation of the Roman Catholic Church. You're talking about Constantine, right? I'm talking about the Roman Catholic Church, even uh, its even its basic doctrines. Okay, I'm talking about the Christian religion. the third century, or you're talking about the third century? <clears throat> I'm saying that from the very beginning, okay, even before that, all right, even before that, it started to get falsified. Yeah, uh, I agree. We've got over that with uh, Dr. Bob Teal. Okay, yeah, actually, I'm telling you that these guys, none of them know the stuff that I'm talking about here. I'm the only person. Check out some of their, I can give you some of his documents, too. And you can see that you, you agree on more things than probably you realize, and so do I. I, I and I'm I know sure that you know a lot of the terms sure, of them, too. I'm sure, I'm sure that some people are going to find out some of the same things I do. Right. Uh, going to have to agree because the facts have to agree. But I'm saying that everything I hear out there uh, is is false in some part. Not 100% false, but it all has some part of the puzzle missing because it's not thinking, it's not thinking logically. 
It's not looking at things. What do you think is going to happen uh, with our current politics? Is right now the uranium one scores blowing up. We've got uh, Mueller about. Uh, I, I mean, I'm telling. I'm looking at things from a spiritual perspective. Okay, what do you think spiritually is going to happen to America? Because America is on the precipice of either going one way or the other way, and, uh -huh. and and there's a very grave, you know, chasm happening between the various elements that are inside the United States. The political uh, we call. Um, you know, racial and uh, other balkanization of the, you know, we call it identity politics. Everything's breaking down and and uh, people don't want to dialogue anymore. I mean, one of the things I think is <clears> no, they, people, people want, but, but look, look, hold on a second here. The main thing is, you, you know, it's, this isn't about dialogue. This isn't about beliefs. This is not about opinions. Well, That's the big problem here is that we in in the in America and throughout the uh, the entire modern world, we think that opinions matter. And that feelings and beliefs matter when they really just don't matter. Like the only thing that matters, the only feeling that matters is true love. Everything else is just our arbitrary desires. If our if our feelings aren't in touch with true love, then they're meaningless. They're just oh, arbitrary. I agree with you. Yeah, that's, they're just yeah, ephemeral. Yeah, that's absolutely and, true. And so look, all this stuff about dialogue and like the truth is between mine and your beliefs, it's all just kind of like... No, no, no I didn't say that. that. That's, that's not... I'm saying you need, you, need, you need to be, be more reflective about what you're saying and more... I, no, I didn't say that the truth uh, is between mine and your beliefs. You what I'm saying is that if you seek it further, you're going to get closer to the facts. For example, they're holding back for six months the JFK yes. files. I happen to know a lot of authors over the last 30-plus years, and I actually saw the original pathology reports from the Parkland Memorial Hospital before it became classified back in the 1970s and 1973, 74. So that's 45 years ago. And I can tell you, I know about the pathology is the fact that the forensics that they talk about and the fact they talk about a single shooter is BS. Uh, so I know these as facts having seen <clears throat> actual well, report became, before it became Yeah, but even that stuff, look, I'm telling you the, the level of deception, you wouldn't believe how much these people lie. And after you... Oh yeah, I would. I, I, I would, and I think you're you're quite smart, Matt. You're half my age, but you're really tuned into the fact that virtually you, everything you're getting told I is lie, think, right? I think that you don't quite yet comprehend the level and the means and how they lie, uh, mm. and, and because you fall for a lot of it, honestly. I don't think so. I think you need to actually dive it, it isn't even, it isn't even just lie. It isn't even Why just Why don't we lie. have you come on the show? Because Actually, you know when you're on, Matthew, you're on next week, it's believe it or not. You're on on... Uh, let's see, you're on that this coming Wednesday, and we're going to have an hour. We'll have open dialogue on all these topics that we won't talk about on your show too much, except right now, haha, <laughs> other than vitamins. And, but uh, next uh, Wednesday, you're going to have an hour every two weeks where we'll get into these really tough discussions, and we'll have an open, uh, and we'll, we'll ask tough questions to try to seek the truth. Uh, my idea is not that they... That I'm, not, I'm not asking tough questions. I'm talking about the answers that I found. From well, studying. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you found answers. I <clears> and and, and, I, and I only I, see on my show. I want you to get an idea here because you've only been on here twice so far. Right. But on my show, I don't want to discuss too much of the stuff that you're talking about. Like, uh, I want to talk about your vitamins, and I want to talk about the things that I have found out that are I well, find. I want to talk about the things that I want to talk about the things that are to me that are certain and which are very important for us all to realize that uh, we well, can't good. just I, I, I do I do not want to talk about the things your guests talk about okay I don't want to talk about them no, that's I, fine. I, I don't, fact, I don't, I don't want to talk about the uh, Alex Jones type stuff because I think a well, lot I of don't stuff do that okay so yeah. what I would like you to do though when you come on the show 
you can make a, a specific statement of fact, like because it's obviously that you have a set of facts or truths that need to be spoken or said. And when you come on the show, you can say those, and we have an open yes, discussion. This is about truth. That's why. That's why I call this the true world. Because on Friday, I had the firing line on wellness. Hour two, I had Harley Schlanger talking about yes. geopolitical issues. And hour three, uh, we have uh, on the program Betty Martini. And Betty, we talked about Adventame approved by the. That's FDA. not how. That's not how I work on my show. On my show, I don't. I know that. I don't, I don't, I don't interview yeah. just any of these people that are out there. I haven't. I'm. I, I've just. This is my second program here. I haven't interviewed anybody yet, but right. I have interviewees coming up, and well, I'm sure you will. And you're going to do a great discuss, job, I'm sure. I want to discuss uh, things which I have found to be true beyond a reasonable doubt, and not Good. things that are speculative. Uh, well, then you have, then if it's going to be beyond a reasonable doubt, you have to, like in a court of law. Yes. I'm a medical legal expert in a court of law. You have to show it evidence that it's beyond the idea that someone else can give alternative logic. So uh, because I'm a medical legal expert, have been for many years, I would like <laughs> you to do that when you come on the program on Wednesday, and we'll have a really good open discussion. And the fact that you actually have the intellectual cajones to actually uh, bring out issues. I'm not going to debate. Look, I'm that's saying, really I'm good because saying that most I'm not scholars won't. They won't. They won't call and ask me a tough question. They think I can't give an answer or logic, but I want you to do it. And that's why it should be a really lively hour coming up this coming Wednesday, because we want you to talk about your topics and we're going to open those up and find out what things, because you are an expert on a lot of these ancient cultures and the apostasy that's happening in all churches and the lies that are going on. Um, and right, you've plumbed a lot of them really deeply, and you actually have a lot of names, linguistics, etc. Et no, I have. I, I, I'm just going to be honest here. I'm not being. I'm not being uh, immodest. If you want, if you want to know about, if you're interested in that stuff, you know, <clears throat> go ahead. You can listen to these guys. I don't. I don't uh, condemn them. I don't think that it's which, bad. Which guys? Which guys? Uh, all these different uh, conspiracy. Do you think I listen to any? Do you think I listen to any <clears throat> conspiracy shows? And these, but. But do you think no? no listen, I get a little shows. bit of humor here. Do you think I listen to any other conspiracy shows? I bring on selective uh, guests, I'm but they, I burn you. through guests because I get asked tough questions, and if yeah. they if they can't withstand them, uh, then it gets tough. For example, I had Mark uh, Taylor on about the Trump prophecies, and then I had to you know say, look, you know, you have to use a uh, temper. This, you know, you can't just say that Donald Trump is the best things in sliced bread, as I refer to him as Trump Pinocchio. I mean, the man is doing some good things for the economy and so on. But you got to look at the people surrounding him and his policies and what he already appears to know and not know. And the, yeah. the level of, of, of unawareness and ignorance in terms of, of technology and the surrounding people advising him like to bomb Syria, this is uh, shows me that he has a great deal of naivety that concerns me. He, he's, he's, I think he's a good guy and he's not – I don't think he's dumb or anything. I think no, but he's, he's not dumb, but he's naive. People are always so ready to just criticize the politicians they see in power, and I think that's a mistake because – uh, no, I have a pretty good story. I have sources. Whether it was, uh, look, sources whether, whether it was Trump or Obama, it's not them that are behind this stuff. That's what people have to realize. That's, oh, I agree. I agree totally about, the, like you're talking about the JF, you're talking about the JFK assassination, and it's the same stuff Alex Jones has been talking about, and everybody else about the there's no the lone gunman or the uh, the uh, the other shooter like Woody Harrelson's dad, whatever. Right. But that's not the significant details. People are paying. People are being misdirected away oh, I from. I totally, I totally agree. And I will yeah. tell you who it is and why. Okay, they want you to have a debate about which angle the bullet came from, so you yeah, don't have. So you don't talk about the fact that every little detail involved 
leads right back to the Israelis being behind the whole thing. Oh, we know that. In fact, I, in fact, you know, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but I because I took care of the uh, Savannah River plant with nuclear weapons, and they told me that they knew that the nuclear materials were shuttled out of the United States, and particularly out of the Savannah River plant to Israel. Uh -huh. And in fact, they, Israel is one of the main players in the assassination of JFK. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, because okay. it wasn't going to get the nuclear materials for warheads. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what I talked about today. We well, did. Oh, well, well, I see. <laughs> But no, 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 but but I don't even know about I don't even know about that because it's close to the truth. I don't know if it's no, 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 I have the actual close to the truth. I got but back. Is it the truth though? Because the truth that I know that is see the thing is I don't focus. Here's the reason why I don't focus on conspiracy theories. Okay, I focus on things people can look up themselves right now. All right, on Wikipedia, on BBC, uh, on. Haaretz or whatever. I only focus on things. This is my. Well, that, that's actually very good. Because your, this, this, there's this, enough let, information let in the this. open media that let you're me absolutely correct. This. Let me clarify this before you're on again, okay? Because so you, so you don't have an argument or anything or get interrupting. I want to tell you that my policy on my show is that I never reference anything which is from a conspiracy theory. That actually is a good policy. I'll, but, but, I'll tell you why. I, I don't reference something. That's which fine, is, but you know what? You're he absolutely correct. Either, either than an accepted historical source, uh, or a mainstream newspaper, or a uh, reputable source. But, but of you know what? You, you principally because, because, because that way there is no debate. You see, keeping it in conspiracy zone means there's a debate. Yeah, no, listen, I, I agree with you. Know, we don't. I, we don't I, have the credentials of this guy you're talking about, but we know the facts about JFK wanting to shut down the Israeli nuclear program. We know about that. That is not something that you need to look up uh, on our... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, the, so, I want to applaud you in doing that. I'll tell you why, because most people, you're right. You, know, you, seem, you, seem, you seem offended, okay? You seem offended, but I'm not trying to offend you. No, 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 no not offended. I'm actually applauding you, because what I'm saying is, by, by sticking to public information and things that can be easily looked up on Wikipedia and things like World Watch Institute and the Council on Foreign Relations Foreign Affairs Journal... That's really good because it means they can go to open media sources and if they just read those things, they can find out that 95% of what you're saying is supported by public documents that isn't open to discussion. Look, yes, but look, here's the thing, though. I'm not trying to promote uh, any any of this conspiracy stuff, though. I want to promote uh, <clears throat> a few factual things, which I, think, which I think people can find for themselves if they look them up. So everything I say on well, my that's, that's a good that's a good policy, stuff, man, think, because... Everything uh, I when you do that, you, you close down the conspiracy wiggle. And a lot of what here, here's the exactly. problem. No, I, I want to keep things. So on your show, right, he has a show on uh, GCN, which is actually quite uh, fun to listen to. I, I, I'm arguing with him right now because he's trying to he's trying to be, he's trying to be his show on my show. This is not what my show is about. My show is not about the conspiracy stuff. It's about factual history. And stuff you can read in the Daily Mail, or or well, that's good. That's really good. Stuff, stuff that you can stuff that you can look up yourself and find a reputable news source talking about every little fact that I've discussed, which is what this is about. It's not about conspiracy. Well, I'm, very, I'm very proud of you. When that's I have excellent. you on the show, when I have you on the show, the purpose of you having having you on the show is to talk about vitamins and about how nutrition is related to being able to have the consciousness. The consciousness clarity, uh, you know, having the right diet, having the right nutrition in your but, body. By the way, talking about consciousness clarity, a lot of people are being dumped down by the toxins in their food, so things like yes. cognition no, plus, India meat that remineralizes their pineal gland, and yes, the that's what I'm saying. I don't want to those things are important. You're right, uh, but uh, 
I think it's a good idea to stick to things that people can check in the open media because there's three levels of information. Public media, where it's in, you know, Woodwatch Institute, Wikipedia, etc. Second is information that comes that maybe is leaked, for example, from the media, like uh, some of these documents. Oh, look, I mean, look, that's why I like WikiLeaks, because WikiLeaks is all stuff that you can actually just read yourself. So I reference it a lot. I don't reference, uh, like, any uh, anybody that I can't double-check. That's my policy. So that's why I'm saying you, you got to curtail the stuff that you talk about on my show because I don't want the audience getting confused and thinking that it's... Oh, no, I'm not trying to confuse them. I, I don't think want the audience... I'm not, I'm not saying you're trying to confuse them. I'm saying that you're used to being on your own show where you talk about all this sort of stuff. Now, if you want to, we can take some callers and ask them what they think. Uh, the number to call is 888-627-6008. That's... 888 627 6008. Hey, that's cool. Okay. 888 627 6008. I think we're going past a regular time, but I think. <laughs> yeah, hey, we're going past Don, a regular time. Don is a very, is very, uh, very nice guy over there at uh, BBS Radio, so he's allowing us to have a dialogue because this is a little bit more energetic. It's good. Uh, and I want to mention about this, and I'm real proud of you doing this thing on JFK. Are you aware that in some issues, Wikipedia itself is manipulated by external yeah, forces? Yeah, obviously. Yes. But look, it's not about being like, manipulated. Wikipedia is not the, it's not the uh, you know, word of God, okay? So you have to understand about, that, too. I know it isn't, okay? I'm saying right. that it's about it being something people can double-check on. This is something that a lot of these hosts don't get, is that you have to, if you want to prove something and incriminate somebody, then you don't want to focus on stuff that is not reliable sources. If you focus on stuff that people can't even look up and find a reliable source about, then... The person stays out of jail, and I want them to go to jail. You understand? I'm being a journalist here that wants these people to go to jail. Wait, so wait, I do wait, not wait, want to discuss about, who, who is going to jail. Which which these organized criminals that I've been discussing on my past program and this program before. Right, there's a lot of them, isn't there? The reason why our health is going down is because globalists want to reduce the world population. That's well, an open no, fact. Well, all right, that's it. And it's published in the open media. You can go to the World Watch Institute, the Council on Foreign Relations, no, Foreign Affairs. Is, you can go to the United Nations to the World Constitution Parliament Association. No, it's all right there, right in open print. It's all obvious. That's BS. No, it's not, actually. And that's that's the problem is you can go to their open documents for the World Watch Institute to read it yourself. So it's that that's the problem is you think that that the Wikipedia is a higher level of order than the actual documents. I think you're I think you're used to talking to Chris. You think no, no, Chris? The, the World Watch Institute is not superior <clears throat> to the actual Foreign Affairs Journal you know what that? Look, that is just report. that is just some guys. No, that no, it's just, actual. They're 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 generally published multiple times a year. So they're actually look, if they, they say that, that. That's one of the few responsible things they've ever said, is to reduce the world population, and not with vaccines. That's just ridiculous. Okay, I mean, you know what this stuff is? It's disinformation to get you. Like, I want this to be a very clear example here because my dad is actually very smart. Uh, he's a genius at making vitamins and. He, I recommend strongly his products. Nutramedical.com is uh, right. Right. all really good stuff. He's 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 a he's he's a very good. He's, he's, in fact, I think his vitamins are the highest quality on the market that I know of. I take them myself, but uh, and I'm not just trying to sell them to you. I'm telling you that these so are. You're actually, actually that's part of the reason why you're uh, so smart, right? No, I'm, I'm saying that these are really yeah. great vitamins, yeah. but. I'm being critical here, right? I'm not. I'm being objective. Well, that's okay too. I, I don't mind critical. And, and yeah, I'm not just going to flatter you. And I think that I don't want to uh, be flattered. I, 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 I myself am irritated, irritated by 
<clears throat> these lies of these organizations being repeated by people like you and Alex Jones. No, no, which, no, no. I don't. I don't repeat things that are. <coughs> that, that, for example, if I'm going to tell you to read a specific document, for example, the FDA scientists. We had to, we talked about this on Friday with uh, Betty Martini. We're quoting the actual FDA senior toxicologist and her actual name and her marks of her actual statements in 1985. So it's not open to discussion. See, the point is, if you listen to my show, which I don't think you do, you'd actually find out that I quote so many facts that are verifiable in the open media. They're not facts, though. What that is is called disinformation. That's not a fact. No, no it's not, not disinformation. That is, if you're, quoting, if you're quoting their statements to the Federal Drug Administration's the open published statements, it's not disinformation. The problem is, you see, it's like you say, though, that even if you take the open media information, whether look, you it's know MK what you or anything. You have, you, look, my, my dad was raised Catholic, so he's got the brainwashing in his system. Oh, no, he's, I was, de I was, was de brainwashed when I was attacked by a priest. got the brainwashing. Investment look, Believe me, I mean, I, I, to me, <laughs> the after 14 of, of a Christian, someone who upset me, okay? So he, I became he, a believer in the broader term long which, after that. Which is also wrong. I'll tell you right now, that's also incorrect. Believing in anything is wrong. Belief well, I'm not, really, not going to believe in, this, in terms of system of believing in a. You, you know, have to have. You have to have faith in true love. You have to have faith in reality, and trust in the absolute truth, which is creation's true love, and have no belief about anything. You have to investigate and think and find the truth and seek the truth and thirst after it, and not just say that you believe. <clears throat> so. Look, yeah, well, you're parsing words here, Matt. So what I'm saying is that not just, I'm not just what you might say is, is your faith. I'm saying is is a system uh -huh. of understanding the nature of reality. So I we're talking about apples and oranges, which are two different things. You know, that's I'm, all. I'm talking about how uh, there's a <clears throat> that you have uh, false views on some things that have been induced. Yeah, you know by, how people can find out. I'm on 15 hours a week. Plus, I do a podcast. Uh -huh. They can call in live to the show. In fact, I'll even give the call-in number to the show, which is uh, two to uh, two to five central, three to six eastern, and they can email me anytime and ask any question on anything, including their own health issues, and I won't charge them a cent. Plus, they can also call in live to the show, and they can actually raise an issue uh, and uh, try to get an answer to it. So, when people say, "Well," You can't prove that. Yes, I can actually, and that's why I will give an answer. To any <coughs> well, topic. you know what? Well, let me finish. I'll give an answer to any yeah, topic, whether it's medical, geopolitical, spiritual, or otherwise, instantly or a framework to find the answer. And that's good to get you on the show, Matt, because on Wednesday you're going to get a chance to come on my show. You have the the the, the cojones to ask me and make these statements, but I'm going to come back and give you a response to say be specific, because there are things I might be naive on. I want to know and I want to get better. I don't mind being wrong or stupid. In fact, if you, I tell people the mountain of wisdom comes through the valley and the ocean of stupid. I don't mind you correcting me if you're actually correct. But if you can't say specifically why I'm wrong and how I can become right, then it's more like an ad hominem attack and it says, okay, no. you're really just naive. And I'm thinking, I'll, no. I'll tell you the, uh, uh, the thing you're naive about, for example, is overpopulation. You just said here, like, oh, it's an, it's an, it's an, it's an uh, friggin' fact or whatever that the, they want to reduce the population of this planet is according to all the top ecologists on this planet about 15 times to 17 times what it should be depending on what the actual overall population is because our census is uh, deficient. We don't even know, but uh, the, you, you take the arable land. You're talking about the caribou, you're talking about carrying capacity of the planet, right? The sustainable land on this planet, sustainable arable land is enough if you divide it by 
the individual people that each acre of sustainable land can sustain gives you a result of about 520 million people on this planet can can be sustained That's right, the Georgia Guidestones, and isn't it? Georgia Guidestones are 100% correct. If that's the case about that topic... We'll have a good dialogue about that, Matt. That's they good. They want, where they you want to know where they probably got it from? The Georgia Guidestones probably got it from the world's top ecologists and people like Paul Ehrlich. Okay, well, let, let's discuss that on Wednesday. Okay. Probably got your idea from is the Catholic Church. No, 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 no not at all. No, and not only that. Here's the problem. Yeah. Uh, the biggest problem right now is the fact that the, the oxygen concentration has dropped two percent since twenty-one to nineteen percent, and the benthic layer of the ocean is being killed by pollution. And you're right, the population's doing it. It's not because of the total number the of people. Size. It's the way we treat the planet. So if you dump open pollution into the oceans, there's more fish. For example, plastic in the oceans than fish. So. You didn't pay attention to what I said. I said that this planet would not be able to sustain uh, 8 billion people, even even if we were treating the planet right, it wouldn't be able to, let alone with the way yeah, we Yeah, but it doesn't matter what how many people. You could have 500 million people here, and if you continue to pollute, it might just take longer, but you'll still terminate the planet. Well, yes. But the, but I'm saying that the population. So if you have half a half a billion people. Uh, but look, the, the biggest problem, the, the reason why we're so degenerate at all, is population size. Because humans have now swollen to quantity over quality. There are there are countries where the average person is treated like nothing because the population is so big, like China and India, where they have five thousand executions a year in China, and that's because of overpopulation. And this is why I'm not just calling you names here, okay? I'm just no, making, no, 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 I'm, I'm saying I'm making observations. That you are, uh, you still believe in some teachings, even though you have no, no, progressed. No, 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 that's not it. That's, that's, let, me, let me explain something. Every Western culture. nation, for example, in Europe, has not only once you get free technology, they stop reproducing. That's why if you look at Germany and the other countries, they're not populations are not growing like Japan. No, no, listen, this is what happens in Japan and Europe, European nations. Unless they have immigration, their populations are going to shrink significantly over the next century. In fact, they've calculated. Well, that's old projections. You want to know what? It doesn't matter if populations in places like Europe or Japan shrink because populations in places like Africa and India and China are still swelling like crazy, and populations of immigrants into Europe and and uh, are, are, are yeah, still and, you know, and, and the reason why they swell so, in Europe is because uh, Islam believes in, in a high population, so their reproductive ratio is three point six children. It's not just this name that believes in a high population, Mister. It's also the Catholic Church. Oh, I agree with you. Listen, idea. I'm not disagreeing with that they want to yes, grow more people. Yes, that's that. Oh, there you go, right? There. Yeah, there, there's conflicting <laughs> policies, and I agree. The problem so you're, is you're starting to think now. You're starting to think. No, have, but here's the problem. You see, have you've got not only those policies which the Catholics have been pushing for many centuries, but you also have the pop the the approach of we don't want clean energy. We don't want to stop polluting the oceans or polluting the air. For example. We have in, in America hundreds of post-geriatric nuclear reactors that within 120 miles are producing oh, yeah. damage to the population. We have Fukushima Daiichi that's poisoning the, the whole Pacific Ocean, that's killing the benthic layer of the oceans and our atmosphere. And those trans-oceanic currents that go along the coastal areas are poisoning every ocean on Earth, not just our ocean, not just the Pacific. Mm -hmm. So the problem I see is it's not just a population problem. It's a everything. Yeah, you, you want to focus on stuff. This look, the population is the biggest problem. Though. That's the main. And look, I'm telling you right now, this is my observation that in general, Catholic uh, and Christian authors and hosts and whatever are still being subtly brainwashed by the ideas taught to them by the church. 
such as that the pop that we should go for well, yeah, that might have been true back in about 50 not, 60 years ago stop our back where they had abstaining from having more than three children per woman, for example. And I'm not saying abortion, okay? Yeah, but that, that might I mean, have been true maybe I'm half a century about ago, Matt. But I'm talking about Canada, which is a perfect example. No, 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 you're talking... Look, that, that's also... That's more not so true anymore. The Catholic, the Catholic Church is trying to preach that, or some people are. But in most of these Catholic countries, the population is crashing. For example, if you go to Quebec, Canada... Their population, their population replacement is only like 1.1. 1. 1. They're, they're, they're in a sense collapsing, just like Japan they're is. They're not collapsing, they're just stabilizing. They're already overpopulated. The reason they're only stabilizing because they're bringing in immigrants. <clears throat> they're, sta they're stabilizing. Look, populations of, population of Germany is like what? It's, it's five times what it should be at the least. Uh, I mean, I it's think it's just, around 93 million. Now, <clears throat> Eastern West Germany. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah look, so... <clears throat> the fact the population of Germany is going down is not a bad thing, except for in the mind of Adolf Hitler. The problem is that these people are coming in from the Middle East to keep the population growing, which continues the problem yeah, of the population. But, but who's doing that? You got Angela Merkel. Who's doing it? No, you are actually to, bringing these people in. doing it? You want to know? Because I talked about it on my show last program. Right. The, the mafia is bringing people into Europe, okay? The mafia is bringing people into Europe via refugee camps they run in order to smuggle drugs that they are receiving from Afghanistan as well as other locations like Turkey. And, they, and, who's, run, and who's running the drugs, Matt? I got a question for you, because I don't. Look, I don't want you telling me that you know, okay? No, no I do know, but I'm just, I don't, I don't know how to say to it, but... I'm talking about... Know. I'm talking about look. I'm, if the mafia is running the drugs and who are the big guys that are doing that uh, and running the mafia? Off on a tangent, okay? You're going well, no, I'm just listening to you. Okay, go ahead. I want to talk about who the big guys are. Okay, I want to talk about the fact that over in Italy, you have your beloved Vatican right there, which yeah, is yeah, beloved. All right, sure. <laughs> which, which is uh, well, I mean, not only is it a cesspool of homosexuality and right. and filth, and I don't just mean in the church in general. I mean the Catholic epicenter there, the Vatican, is uh, is a homosexual cesspool. Oh, and absolutely. Just I like, agree. Uh, no, no disagreement like there. Maybe it is, and and it is real as well. <clears throat> and well, Israel is the homosexual capital of the planet. If you go to Tel Aviv, it's more homosexual than San Francisco or any other place in the West. Who are telling you to have infinite children? That it's God's will to fill the earth with overpopulated humans. I mean, this is one of the stupidest things that I hear some smart people I, I don't think that's a really, I don't think that they're, that the people are listening to it. They may back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, but not anymore. What what I see happening in Western cultures is uh -huh. uh, with Japan uh -huh. and Europe and, and even that, America. Says, look, think for a second. Who says that? Just people who want to have a big population to fight in some war against somebody Well, the else. only ones I know that are populating uh, large families in America are Mormons. Uh, uh, immigrants coming in from, say, Central and South America and Mexico that have larger families, uh, and that's about it. I mean, uh, in terms of in terms of the no, no, look, 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 listen, listen white, to white, black, whatever in America, I know you've had some high rates. Well, you've had some guests on that said this, but think about what you're actually saying for a second here before you repeat the stupidity of somebody else or even their what racism. Right. The idea that it's bad that one race is reproducing more than another. It's bad that any. Well, I'm talking about it. it doesn't matter what race. It is. <clears throat> it's bad that any race is reproducing, as high as it is any race. And so, 
it's as it's bad, and the mass migration is bad because it it worsens overpopulation. These are regions that should be reducing their populations, and these economists are telling them to bring in more. And well, I'll give you an example. When you look at the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton and, and Obama, if they if they gave, for example, the DACA kids a clear a bill to say, "Yeah, come on in, we're not going to fix immigration." In the next 20 years, we could easily have a couple hundred million more people migrate into America. It could easily hit five, six hundred million in the next 20 years. Easy. Oh, look, and we, we, we should. You're have, right. It would wreck our cities. I mean, we couldn't. It have, is a population that we should not be focusing, especially in this age. All right, back in like the industrial era, they had to have lots of slaves to do all the labor for them in these factories. Now people are just unemployed because we have robots do everything. So this is absolutely insane why why are they even well, in doing fact, it? yeah you're absolutely right you know what the next revolution and you're seeing this in foxconn in china they replaced many of these new uh, technology things are being totally built from beginning to end <coughs> by robots so yeah. you're just going to create more unemployed people that it's just insane it's almost sadistic but that's what i was talking about earlier maybe it is sadistic in part because look at the rate of homosexuality in the vatican and <clears throat> look at their teachings i mean uh there could be some of that jeffrey dahmer stuff going on there too and it's the same thing with the Saudis. Like, uh, you know, th th there are some people like that among the Saudis. <clears throat> that, I mean, that's, that's the thing people have to realize is that some stuff that goes on in the world, a lot of stuff. Yeah, you want to connect it all together, though. It's not just, no, 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 don't, even don't, if you don't, reduce don't the population to 500 million, if you look <clears throat> the way mankind the lives world. on the planet, it'll just prolong the death throes. A lot of stuff in the world is just irrational and based on things like. Uh, beliefs and culture and sexual desires and stuff like that. That's one of my most important things that I was talking about earlier uh, is that that is how it is. And, uh, you know, I had you on my show to talk about vitamins and maybe connect, you know, I didn't have you on my show to talk about conspiracy theories. Okay. Hey, I heard you, I heard you go from, they want to, they want to reduce the population <clears throat> to what do they do. To admit in yourself that the population... No, no they want to reduce it, but they, they want to reduce it in ways... That they're not talking about just reducing the fertility rate, naturally no. getting people to have only one or two children. They're talking about, you know, toxically putting things in to make people unfertile or to make them get illness. For example, the number one cause Hello. of death red right now is dementia. Obviously, if that's your idea, that's unscrupulous, but that's not what I'm talking about. Right, okay? but I'm, what I'm saying is what they're, the way that they're doing it is they're not doing collaboration. <laughs> well, the, the, the way that we're doing everything is unscrupulous, so that shouldn't be surprising to you. Exactly. I mean, well, why is that such an issue? Do people like Alex Jones think they're going to have their testicles chopped off by these people or something? I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's There's nothing being done about overpopulation, nothing. And it's the worst problem in the entire planet. The, the number one environmental problem, according to all the experts, the number one economic problem, the number one political problem is overpopulation, overpopulation, overpopulation. And everybody just has, it's just listening to this Vatican. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to ask you, I'll he, ask you some questions. I, I know you mentioned this before their, when we were on radio. Pretending that they're What's your solution, What's your solution to get people to cooperate? What's your solution, Matt? What would you say? <clears> My solution. I think we have to have... Uh, public disclosure of how bad this is and to shut down these companies that no, are no, doing this. No, no, okay, well, once you have disclosure, do you want collaboration from the public or are you going to force the public? You see, this is what happens is you can either you can either have collaboration or you can have, let's say you're correct, but you have to either have collaboration or totalitarianism. What What's your choice? I mean, that's you, the danger of this. You have totalitarianism to have a law, okay? You don't need to have totalitarianism. You just have to have Congress pass it. Pass a law about what? <coughs> Pass 
Okay, there has to be a law, an international law. A law? All, and who's going to enforce it, and how are they going to enforce United, it? For all United Nations members. And how are they going to enforce it? They have to sign an international treaty. And no, no, how are they going to enforce it on individual families, <coughs> individual states, their, uh, individual have, nations? They have to make it their, na their national laws to... And how, how are they... No, 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 I'm being very specific. How are they going to force it, say, on Nova Scotia, Canada, or Brussels, yeah. or China, yeah. or Japan? How are they going to enforce <coughs> it? Very simple. Sterilization? Oh, is it uh, a valve no. that turns off the ability to have babies, just like a doctor that I know back 25 years ago in San Antonio, before it became part of Health One Columbia? Uh, what are you going to do? I mean, are you going to force people like in the two-child policy in China, where if you have an extra, a third child, they can abort the woman right up to the moment of delivery, even if she bleeds to death, right? What are you going to do? Right? Yeah, you, you you want you want to know you want to know how you reduce the population, okay? No, no, give me specifics. I, I want to know. Specifics. I'm giving you specifics, okay? Just hold on a second. Stop interrupting me. No, I'm just asking. Okay, what you have to do with the population is have a uh, a law which states that there's a maximum of three children per woman, per woman, right? Because women are the ones that have babies. It can't be per man or something like that. And then you have to space out the children. Over a period in which nobody has children for a certain period, so they, they use contraception in order to stop them from having children. Uh, whether it's uh, preferably like just something that isn't damaging to their systems, there has to be some kind of birth stop where we have no babies for like. Well, actually, the simplest way is the one that it's I heard very simple. I support is valves put it through the umbilicus and then no, that, that's, that's too expensive and crazy. Look. Uh, we, we might do that. We might if 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 it if it turns out. Yeah, we but have, what I'm saying is, how are you going to force people to do that? You're, yeah, you're taking like their Manhattan, personal autonomy away. If we have like a Manhattan project, if we have a Manhattan project to uh, do something like that, that might help. But, yeah. it's not, it's, but how are you going to get people to accede to that? I mean, you can't get people to even agree with things on left or right side in in any country, almost any topic. How are you going to get the populations to agree to a very invasive law that's going to deal with something as personal as reproduction? I'd be honest with them about how bad it is. Do you it's, think people are honest? And uh, how many people face anything with uh, that may be the truth? How many people, even let's say you're true, but you have the truth. Well, let's say how many people in the population of planet Earth or in any country are going to accept a top-down United Nations declaration of this is the maximum three uh, children? Top -down. It's not top-down. I'm saying I'm saying there has to be a vote on it. After but who's going to vote? Who's going to say they're going to agree to that? There has. I'm saying anybody who's been properly told the truth will agree to it. Once well, let me give, give you an example. One quarter of the population of Earth are Muslims, and there's not one Muslim I know, and there's lots <clears> of them. They're <throat> going to agree to that. That's they, that's the end of that yeah. argument. Okay. No, so then, no, there's no, that's no, that's not an end to any argument. I guarantee you that if Muslims, on average, knew how severe a problem of a population is, they would stop having so many children. I don't they think it would have an effect. They would agree to a law you, to restrict it. Because guess what? This is not the will of the average Catholic or Muslim to have seven or eight kids. This is not the will of the average woman to have seven or eight kids. This is the will of homosexual, misogynistic clergy and imams. Yeah, but you've got to understand it's played out in individual people. See, the problem is you've got a, an idea that you want to implement, but how are you going to implement it? So this that's is why you have this vacuum, and that's why you have people no, there's no, no, there's that, no want to, that want to take, give an example. When I visited, remember when you, you came with me, we went to Zurich, Switzerland. Yeah. Well, I had a chance to talk to the Board of Human Life International. And uh, after I did my talk on fetal tissue transplantation for Parkinson's disease and the diencephalon, 
and Parker and diabetes. And I did uh, talk on the, uh, that, that issue. Uh, they said, well, sit down, Dr. Deagle, and we're going to give you a box. And they had three documents in it. And, and, and they pulled out these documents were smuggled out of the Basel headquarters of the World Health Organization. So these are actual documents. I think I still have my attic, okay? And these actual documents were they created the AIDS virus, which was created. They actually created a vaccine. So in the, in, in the Philippines, there were 75,000 women they, they sterilized hey, look, you know by, by giving true. them a vaccine that against their pregnancy. No, 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 let me finish. And they, the trophoblast of their pregnancy was sterilized, and they actually won an international you know, this, this court of justice egg against this, the World Health Organization that vaccinated these women and sterilized them. They did the same project in, in Soweto, South Africa. So you have to understand, this isn't open to your opinion or anybody else's opinion. It's a public fact. It's in the courts. Oh, it's so a public fact. fact is, it's, and I'm saying it's a fact. No, no, no. Is, no, no. You're confusing something which is a public fact. Like, like, yeah, like, you can actually go to the Hague. You're, you're, you're confusing Indira Gandhi with some bizarre conspiracy theory about AIDS being. No, it's not a theory. This isn't a theory. You can actually go to the, to the Hague and actually the World Health Organization and actually <coughs> go to the Wikipedia no. or, or other sources, and you'll find that they actually created an anti trophoblast vaccine. Now, what happened is three years ago, the a group of doctors in Kenya found the same project was re resurrected. And they had already vaccinated 2.3 million uh, Kenyan women with the same trophoblast vaccine. It was inserted. You know what? The, look, you, finish, it was the inserted only, in. Let me finish. Uh, oh, it, it was inserted. It was inserted. Oh, no. Oh, no. Look, this tennis you know vaccine what? actually sterilized 2.3 million Kenyan women. So you need to understand this is not my opinion. This is not your opinion. This is an ugly fact that you can validate in the public. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'll, I'm, not, I'm not here to talk about what you think are facts. No, it's not what I think. That's why I want you to realize, Matt, and the people are listening, when they come on my show or when you come on, I'll state facts so you can go check on the open media. The fact is, they're not going to get cooperation from the public, even if you're true. Let's say you're right. And we need to not only reduce the population, but we also need to reduce the way we're polluting the world. Give an example. Let's say right now we got 7.5 billion people, and it's going to take, say, 80 years to kill the planet. If we had 500 million and we're still polluting the same way we are, it might take 500 years. But it's only going to be a difference of, say, 400 years before the planet dies, right? Do you follow me? If you don't change the way we live on planet Earth, if you reduce the population, it won't fix the problem. No. Look, look you know what? The, the Earth population is, a, uh, is the number one problem, the reason why everything else happens. And uh, the reason why we believe things that teach us not to respect the Earth and not to respect the laws of this is, uh, this is what the, the actual is. God, which created everything, the actual God, which determined the laws of nature. The reason why the actual the reason the problem is that we uh, accept false teachings that tell us to disrespect the creation and her creation. No, no, I don't agree with that. I, I think that is, is the world I, is dying. People are dying. People are developing diabetes, heart disease, yes. dementia. They're right. developing it because the world is dying. I don't know why. Human race, for example, our Academy of Environmental Medicine, Dr. William Ray, and the Academy, <laughs> Court, human, human has stated that human beings will not be able to reproduce in one generation. They'll be so sterile and so dumbed down by fluoridated, chlorinated, and other xenoestrogen toxins and so on. And sperm counts have dropped now since 1973 to, to 2011, so much, 75%, in a generation. 
human beings will not be able to reproduce in the Western world. So when you're worried about population, don't worry about it. We're all becoming sterile. We're all becoming feminized. And the population is getting sicker and going to die prematurely early. Look, so all that stuff is the re is because of overpopulation. It's the it's nature trying to kill us off because the population is so out of control, and because well, we are no, so don't evil. Worry that the globalists are helping us because we are toxic. No, the globalists, the, look, toxic there's, there's no water and everything. Look, else. you want to know? First of all, before the show ends, I'm going to say something right here. Right. Globalist, globalist is a BS term. There's no such thing as a globalist. There's such thing as an Americanist or a Chineseist or a Russianist. There's no globalists. There's three countries trying to take over the world right now. Right. One of which, one of which is the USA. Right. And what, what you call globalism? What well, I agree with you. The USA is trying to take over. It's not. World. It's not globalism. It's the CIA trying to take, trying to turn Europe into a separate USA that joins us. It's them trying to turn the globe into one giant USA. <clears throat> it is not like globalism. Like. Well, oh, I agree with you, man. I'm not disagreeing. I think that the real issue. And a lot of this stuff originates. A lot of this, this stuff originates with. Uh, the worst president of all time, in my opinion, Ronald Reagan, who was a complete liar uh, and a fraud that pretended he was going to fight organized crime, and then he supplied the Mujahideen, just like Jimmy Carter did. The guy was a fraud. He was. I don't know why people like, so like him. And what, right now, during Obama's reign, they supplied Al Qaeda and ISIS. It's BS. There's no. There's no threat from communism or globalism. The threat no, 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 is. No, no, I'm talking about me. Our CIA and our military supplied ISIS and Al Qaeda. And even oh, I don't know. Look, look, no, no, no. I don't believe that. I'm not going to. Oh, it doesn't matter to believe. You can see selfies with McConnell saying in 2011 outside of Just to be shot. Photo evidence and video evidence that the Russians have of us rescuing <laughs> from Raqqa and and these other cities in Iraq and Syria. So. All right. Well, you know, we have one minute left on the show, so we want to make a closing statement. Uh, at least we can talk about your vitamins here for a second, but. Uh, well, you need to have a little closer <laughs> this way. All right, dude, if you take vitamins, you're going to be more fertile. How's that? Ha. If you, and you won't turn into a girl. If you take, for example, xenoestrogen detox. <laughs> I'll just talk and, about this stuff my, myself, okay? Nutramedical.com. Use coupon code. All right, so uh, you're going to... And by the way, what's coupon code? N-U-T-R-I-Medical. N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com. What's the coupon? N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com is the website for these vitamins. And the coupon code is M-A-T-T-H-E-W, my name, Matthew, at the checkout. You add it at the checkout for five percent off, and you get free shipping over ninety-nine dollars. So that's uh, nutrimedical.com, n-u-t-r-i-medical.com. I'll get back to the same topic next week and get into more detail. Probably not going to have a guest on next week. I'll just go through a full program of my uh, information here, my very important information, which I don't want to pollute with anything nonsensical. So let's. Uh, well, we, we were delayed in getting started on this topic, and I wanted to hear what you were saying. Thank you for listening to The True World with Matthew Deagle. I'm your host, Matthew Deagle. And yeah, you, and you're doing a great job, Matt. I I'll, be, I'll, be next, I'll, be, I'll be back next week at uh, 2 o'clock p.m. on Saturday. So every every Saturday at 2 o'clock p.m. here. Uh, my show runs for two hours every second week and for three hours every second week. I think you're going to start a new show over also on uh, – on uh, it's it, it's going to be over on Revolution Radio too. I think you're going to send over a show there, or do or send the show from here over there, or do a, a definite show. I think sometime next week or so over at uh, Revolution as well, aren't you? I haven't gotten any, uh, but look, the uh, you want to listen, you want you want to know the truth, listen to my show. But don't uh, if you want to listen to conspiracy theories and know about vitamins, listen to his show. Uh, you want to know actually, Matt, you know what you're going to hear. Listen to my we'll hear show. You on Wednesday. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, everybody listening. Again, the Nutramedical Reports on uh, Genesis Network.
Also, have podcasts are over at deagle-network.com, and Matthew's shows and videos are posted up there, too. He's got a good audience, and I appreciate your uh, your intensity and vigor to try to find the oh, truth. Yeah. Take care. Thanks, yeah, thanks awesome. everybody, for listening.